If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the friend zone. Let's start the show. I'm in a zone. Spoke about me, but don't know me. First of all, I'm not a gossiper. I do not play with these girls out here at all, period. Do not, not call my name. Do not mention my name. Do not say my name. If you're drunk, you're over 21, handle your alcohol, or do not drink. I don't play that <laughs> shit. Shit, 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 shit. Trina. Katrina has spoken. And I just wanted to give it a beat before I speak because I feel like out of respect, you know how you have a moment of silence? Mm-hmm. I literally wanted to just have a moment of silence out of respect because first of all, that uh, beautiful, beautiful piece that was spoken, because that actually was spoken word, okay? <laughs> that came from none other than, none other than uh, Katrina Laverne Taylor, hip-hop icon, style legend, um, female empowerment um, front runner. <laughs> You know, yes. all of those things, um, just trailblazer in femininity um, and in women just being independent in every sense of the word, even sexually. So, sexually. Um, so, <laughs> but that came from Trina, and it was pretty straightforward, <laughs> as it always is with her. You know, she's a straight shooter, and so what you see is what you get, um, and what she said is what she said and what she meant. But what I love the most, and like I always say, this segment of the show is for us to really <laughs> gain something and take have a takeaway okay more than just the golden platinum chains all right <laughs> so the takeaway here is where trina said if you're drunk you over 21 you need to handle your liquor and our hashtag or don't drink she's such a loving queen that she wanted to provide an option b if you so happen to find yourself in that predicament it's a downtrodden place it's a down place to be it's really in the pit the armpit actually of you know bad timing you had a bad day you know and you just ended up in that place if that happened to you you have an option which is to not do what got you there in the first damn place and this loving all-knowing, all-giving, Queen Trina wanted to share that with us. So the hashtag this week that we are inspired by, moved by, hashtag or don't drink. (laughs) Was this a new, a recent clip? Yes, because she found herself to be the subject of some messy, messy gossip and rumors attached to a very public... um, split between two very public music artists that recently took place. Okay. And unfortunately, Trina found her name mixed up in some shit based on a dirty piece of nothing, trash, 
bottom of the barrel, shoe wipe, ass wipe, dirty what? diaper, diaper genie, ball twist of a person God. who really drugged Trina's I, I, name. I, I, yeah, and told some of Trina's business, which was supposed to be Trina's business. And it just was very, it was so disrespectful. And so that was Trina responding. Well, that was her conducting an interview. And she posted that clip of her interview in response to those rumors surfacing. Such a queen she is. She never directly addressed those rumors, but she directly addressed her name being mentioned. Mm. Again, straight to the point. No time for the ruffles, the rigmarole, any of that. (laughs) Such an icon. So the hashtag is or don't drink. And with that being said, and most importantly understood, it's time for a couple of QTNAs. No time for the casket rushing. QTNAs. No time for the casket rushing. Now they're rushing around that. Mm-mm. Questions that niggas asking. Questions that need answers and questions that niggas is asking. This week, just follow me. First question. Who was the person? Who did it? I want to know who's got the blood on their hands. There was somebody who was mad at Sierra for something. I I am a person who does not advocate taking advantage of your position in a negative way, but this is straight-up manipulation here, and I know somebody's at fault. So who was it? Which one of y'all niggas that's mad at Sierra was on the production team recently when she was singing them Christmas carols? Okay. Oh what? She was singing Christmas ca- Christmas carols. Christmas. She was singing them. Christmas. And somehow, some way, Sierra ended up with Silent Night. So I want to know <laughs> who in the hell was responsible for giving Sierra Silent Night oh out of spite. Goodness. Who was it? Sierra already, they already say she whispered. Why are you gonna make her sing Silent Night? <laughs> So I want to know who did it. That's a real question. This is from the heart this week. Maybe they thought they were doing her. This is from the heart this week. I want to know. Just saying. Just thought I'd share that. I want to know. Question two. (laughs) Question two. Mood. Okay. Okay. Where in the hell was Donnie McClurklin, Pastor Donnie McClurklin? Coming from in his recent car accident that took place at 12.50 a.m., which is 1 in the morning to me, (laughs) where he, quote-unquote, blacked out and lost control of his vehicle, and two people in cars behind him just so happened to be following behind him, watching him, and they guided him over to hit the guardrail, I guess, at a low speed. Yikes. Yeah, and he was all right. But where in the hell was Donnie McClurklin coming from at 1 o'clock in the morning, recklessly driving on the freeway with two people following behind him? Who else was following him behind him that night? Did he go somewhere and fall down with a man oh my because God. his manly parts had got back up again? <laughs> where was Donnie McClurklin coming from? That's question two. Uh. <laughs> And question three. I told you oh this from God. the heart. This I is things we really want to know. <laughs> and this here, this has been a long-running thing that I've heard. And I just want to know well, who started it, where it came from, because in theory it makes sense. Just listen. Which one of y'all <laughs> said that the singer, Music Soul Child? Uh-oh. No, no, no. I already see... Which one of y'all said that he was the ultimate lookout? Because he watched you and them who coming. Who said it? 
friend. From the heart. No, I'm not. Keep your heart, <laughs> three stacks. So anyway, with those questions five. being asked and most importantly understood, I would like to take this opportunity to welcome everyone and each and everyone to this week's episode of The Friend Zone, which is a podcast hosted by myself, Hey Friend Hey, and Hey Asante. Uh, and it is your weekly look into everything mental health and also mental hygiene. Um, because who in the Sheol, Hades, or hell wants a musty brain? Hello, Francesca. Hello, Asante. Hello. We haven't seen each other, I feel, in so long. We, we have just not. seen each other. We did where? Was DC that long ago? Oh, wait, DC. Because <laughs> I know I had a long weekend, but I was like, damn. I, I mean, that I was, was Friday. Yeah, I did a lot of yeah. living since then. I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I also a lot of time is Totally clips of the high. Well. <laughs> Once upon a lot time, there was light in my life. But now there's only, <laughs> now there's only love in the dark. Which but is fine with me. Friday, we hadn't seen each other for a whole week. I know. Yes. So how have your lives been the past week and a half? Um, You know how when the cable goes out, <laughs> Like, if you have cable TV and it goes out mm-hmm. and it's squiggly lines, you can still kind of make out what's going on, but it's <laughs> fucked up and it takes a lot to get to it. That was your week? Hence my life. <laughs> Thus, my life. Oh, what my gosh. You well, first off, shout out to DC for being the last yes. show. Yeah. Yes. 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 Stop the 2018 tour. Yes, that was amazing. DC, no Don Curry. <laughs> <laughs> no Don Curry. District okay. of Columbia. Um, yeah, it was dope to kick that off with you guys there. And then I went to Miami. Oh, my God. I text you because I was like, did you make it to your 71 flag? degrees, 72 degrees. Beautiful. Patty, had a patio. I was Go outside. on, go on. The rest of the trip. Uh, <laughs> just saying. Uh, shout out to the Reek. I know Fury was happy to be back. Right. <laughs> last show at his hometown. Kicked that out. Um, then I uh, came back to New York. Partied at Dustin's fucking Christmas party. Yay. Hey, so, thank you for coming, man. Absolutely. I really enjoyed you on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I had, we had a good time. You guys I, looked like you had a good time. Yeah, you know, March Madness played. Oh. I saw. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I whose the story Holy was that. I think it was Fury's IG story. Yes. DeRay ass had it on his IG I, story. Yeah, I was, too. Say, I was about to say, there were like a couple of actual angles that I seen you at. I was like, I feel like I seen like a few different people had that. I recorded. kept getting all these political looking moment. ass follows, and I'm like. <laughs> Who is this Capitol Hill looking ass niggas following me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was because DeRay had posted my shit. All right. All right. Well, and my week is just gotten even better. Thank yes, you so has. much because some Chick fil A has just entered the building. I'm what a blessing. This so order. <laughs> so my week was great. Um, Fran, what about you? How was yours? Yeah, Fran, what happened with your damn weekend? Well, I got to reach back a little bit and thank the women of London who oh. showed up for the my last tour stop for the activation tour. Yeah. You guys Did were like awesome. It? <laughs> They loved it, and we had a blast. It was a nice mixture of women from London and women from the States. A lot of people from Boston. I was like, what made y'all all pick up and go to London? It was kind of... They must have to sail on some direct flights or something out of there. You know, something. It's the O-N at the end of the name of the city. The Boston, London. They was comfortable. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm coming. But it was like five of them, which was pretty mind-blowing. But it was great. Uh, The conversation was awesome. Then after London, we flew to Morocco, which was beautiful. I really wish I had more time there. I was. Did you ride a camel? I did ride a camel. (laughs) And took some dope ass pictures. Such such an art piece you are. Shout out to Zara Siddiqui who is uh, Haza's partner Mm -hmm. and also an incredible photographer. And she 
blessed us with some images. Uh, the trip had been was over. I was headed to the airport in like two hours, and she was like, "We didn't get any shots," because I really was enjoying the trip. I didn't even care too much. I barely posted on IG. I you wasn't really that. playing my phone. Yeah, I just was like, I want to be present and like actually yeah. enjoy it instead of trying to get like shots and angles and IG. So I took uh, videos here and there on my phone, kind of just kept them there and then posted them later yeah. after we had already left and the trip was over. But I had so much fun, you guys. That's good. I'm so glad you had that fun. Oh, my yes. God. I, had, I got my first Moroccan tea set, my first Moroccan rug, and I shipped like a ton of home goods back. Some of the uh, best incense I've ever smelled oh in my, my God, life. Oh, my God, right? <laughs> I, know this, I need a link, by the way. We need to talk about that. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I got you. Did you only get one rug? But it's a very big rug. Okay, It good. could literally be cut good. into three rugs. Oh, okay. You yeah. got a lot of rugs. Yeah, good, I got good, a good. big giant one that I just, like, fell in love with. And I was like, I'll take the whole roll. Like, they literally just shipped the whole roll to me. So I can't wait to see what I'm going to do You're going to put it. a big-ass rug in your living room, but like, take off your shoes. I know. It's I literally just going to be rug, like no floor. <laughs> I haven't lit. even opened it yet, though, because yes. I'm, like, anxious. I'm like, this shit's huge. I don't know what I'm going to do with amazing. it. That's <laughs> amazing. You actually picked out, like, a fresh rug. Like an actual Moroccan rug from the mountains. You can put mountains. it in the bathroom. You have little ones for the bathroom. You know, right? when you step out, the, cut t- it out the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was super nice. I really wish I had been there longer. Um, then I went to Portugal for a day, which was awesome. Portugal Man. is beautiful. I definitely need to spend more time there. My friend is actually there now, um, so I'm living through her vicariously. That was a sad thing. I mean, not a sad thing. I shouldn't say that. But because of the D.C. show, I couldn't stay. The rest of them stayed and kind of have just kept traveling to Barcelona and Portugal. And I'm like, ah, I wish I could go with you guys. But, you know, we had to do some work. My bad, friend. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, work calls. So I had to, I had my duties, but I'm still living to them in the IG stories. And I'm just so glad. And then after Portugal, I flew back to London because my ticket back home was in London, obviously, because the, the first stop was the activation tour. And then I came home, showered, got dressed, packed, and went straight to DC. And I don't even know how I'm alive right now. I'm literally so yes. exhausted. You can hear it in my voice. I'm definitely at capacity. Well, you yes. looked good. Thank you. I appreciate that. It was a really fun show. I had a great time in DC. You guys turned up. I was enjoying Were y'all drinking Hennessy White? I was drinking Hennessy White. I absolutely was. <laughs> you weren't drinking? <laughs> no, I'm saved. Oh. <laughs> The way you just said that. I don't know if I'm saved, but I'm safe. Oh, okay. Got it. (laughs) But DC, thank you again for helping us close out another amazing year of touring. We're very excited about the plans we have for next year. Thank you, Beano French. Oh my God, Beano French. Getting grown. Jaden Kia. Rat Jones. Rat Jones. Yes. The new generation of loudspeakers blessed us. (laughs) Yep. Um, Frico Vasquez for taking the images. Yeah, just, that's a picture taking ass, right? Right. There, we had a whole team with us, which felt really nice. Felt really good to have all our friends surrounding us because it just added to the energy. And it of really course, the did. audience. Yeah, it really awesome. did. The audience was great. Um, it was uh, no complaints. Right. Yes. So excited. Shout out to Michelle. Michelle. Yes. Who holds us down every stop every year? Amen. <laughs> well. So that was. That was the weekend recap. Do you guys want to jump into this ep- week's episode? I'm yes. fine with that. 
So on last week's episode titled The Soundtrack to Your Life <laughs> with Mr. Music Man being at the helm, we talked about music. We basically talked about what songs we play when we're feeling sad, what songs you play when we need yes. energy, or as Dustin put it, what songs do you play when you open the door and it's about to be, would you say sexy time? Yeah, it's time. It's, it's about to go down. <laughs> Somebody is, hopefully. Right. What songs do you open the door to and want playing when they first take a look at you and you know it's about to go down? Yes. So we kind of shared a look into our playlist and how they integrate into our day-to-day. Okay. And as always, you guys had a ton to say so who stood out to you Asante? Actually I'm going to be dipping in the SoundCloud streets with hey. you friends so I'm going to let you go first if you don't mind because I don't want to step on your <laughs> I want to <laughs> step on your toes here <laughs> I wanted to give a shout out to S slash Denise slash T Alicia Keys songs in A minor was on repeat when it dropped it was a soundtrack to my life in that moment I don't know what it was about the era of Alicia Keys, like back when she had it, but it was like every time she dropped something, I felt like I was living in those moments. Passionate and like, gay music. <laughs> Did you say passionate gay music? Yes, I would agree that that. <laughs> I think that that's what she made. If you really it, look, if you really think about it, think about falling. Ah, Key. It was like really passionate, and she was like, "No, feeling no, me, no. feeling you." What? That interlude, well, you know, you got a sexy interlude. That's PGM. I don't know. He might be onto something there. I- <laughs> OMG. So, yeah, shout out to Denise for that. There were a lot of people that had a lot of really cool things to say about music in the SoundCloud streets. So, what did you find, friend? Tangerine said Jasmine Tangerine. Sullivan. What's his Tangerine? <laughs> I guess that's her nickname. Jasmine Sullivan speaks my life. No matter what emotion she's portraying in the song, I have a story experience that goes right along with it. She's so underrated, and I really hope she gets the recognition she deserves one day. And she says, on my way to fight, though, I'm listening to Rico Nasty. Poppin', you better not even breathe around me. No, she said, you better not even breathe wrong around me or I'm going to jail, period. <laughs> I thought she was saying she'd start dancing so hard, you better not breathe around her because she might get musty a little bit. Oh <laughs> Once her shit come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, Rico, at least she was up front. You better not breathe around me. <laughs> Rico Nasty just dropped that song. Guap, la, la, la. Like, that shit goes really hard. I love Rico. Nasty. Yes, like Dustin, what you find in the Twitter? And you know what? She's a great replacement for six nine. If you like, <laughs> if, listen, because you know, I'm just I'm about to tell you. You know that, that this whole everybody, if you've chosen to cancel him or whatever, mm-hmm. that's your thing. And sometimes, like, I miss Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? I miss his music and shit. So I've been looking for replacements. Listens to a lot of DJ Premier shit like that. So maybe if you've you know, abandoned six nine, but you miss that aggressive, you know, energy I mean, and music. I guess I can see that. Holla at Rico Nasty. Yeah. Holla at Rico Nasty. Anyway, um, <laughs> as far as like tweets, you know, I want to give a shout out to Amara Chisoe. I don't know if I pronounced her last name wrong, but if not, blame. I don't know what to blame, but I didn't mean it. But she tweeted, she calls it the high C debate. And attached a video of us oh, when we were talking no. about High C Orange at the oh, DC no. Live show. Very funny. Look out for that. Oh, I thought he was about to play it. 
No, no, no. You know, you know, no, no, no. <laughs> um, I want to give a quick shout out to Dead Vibe <laughs> underscore, uh, whose name is NAJ on Twitter. Damn, Dead Vibe. <laughs> I, to- I posted a screenshot of the moment when Jaquees just blatantly disrespected Keith Sweat recently backstage you at a concert. Queef Sweat. <laughs> Queef Sweat. You know what he sound like, Queef. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Keith Sweat. So, Jaquees. It, it was that's a lot of, lot of, lot of, you know, a lot, lot of, of that, them clean. noises. Anyway. Jaquees. <laughs> oh a lot of them noises. Disrespected Keith yes. Sweat backstage, mm-hmm. and I posted a screenshot of it with the quote, I should whoop this nigga ass. Shout out to Dead Vibe Naj, a young lady who quoted my tweet and put these two words. Jaquees ugly. Oh <laughs> that is so mean. Damn. It's not all ugly. lowercase. It is so funny. And also, um, <laughs> I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to Kayler Will, K-A-Y-L-A-R, Will, W-I-L-L, who quoted a tweet that had a video of DJ Khaled crowd surfing at a recent concert. Ooh. He tried to crowd surf oh. and it didn't work out too oh, well. No, don't tell me. It's up to you guys to watch it. But what was funny was Kayla Rio quoted the tweet and she said, the screams from the crowd are tearing me apart. Because <laughs> they did start screaming when you hear them. Listen. <laughs> Meanwhile, that's what they saying. You can hear, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Can you imagine DJ Khaled falling on you? Look, can you imagine being in the pit and looking and then, up to oh see DJ Khaled coming down ass first towards your forehead? Can you imagine that? <coughs> oh my god! <laughs> All I hear is that ah, who got talk? All I hear is that music. Oh can you imagine DJ Khaled's butt crack coming we towards need, the bridge of your nose at a concert a that you button. that you pay Yo, that you paid to go to? You paid. <laughs> you paid to get DJ Khaled's ass oh crack in your face at a party. <laughs> I don't know y'all. So yeah, that's what I found in the so, Twitter streets. It's called the streets. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so you want um, some more? This, no, that's. Fran <laughs> <Brand> is laughing. <laughs> I'm just glad there are no cameras. End of the year, baby. Look, we gotta close this shit out right, okay? These people been listening to us for twelve goddamn months. <laughs> we gotta give them what they want tonight. I'm telling you. So on this week's episode, <laughs> do you guys know we've done counting this one that we're on today? We've done fifty-one episodes. What wow. I just tell y'all? Shouldn't we be? Shouldn't we be super Woo! proud? Make it clap, y'all. What else have Lots you done fifty-one of... times? <laughs> you know what? Leave me alone. <laughs> 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 and it only takes seven times to make it a habit, no. right? <laughs> Lift How the you habit make up. your own stat? Lift the it habit up. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it'd be fun. Back in a habit. <laughs> to, to look at the work we've done this year because there's no praise like self praise. Mm-hmm. And I think we should look back at old episodes starting from the very beginning. I pulled some. What I would consider highlights of the friend zone mm. and thought that we would I hope it would jog your memory and kind of trigger some thoughts and that we talk about them. Because I know we have a lot of new listeners who may have missed episodes 
or maybe you want to remind you of some goodies and you go back and listen to them. Hey, y'all. Like that girl, Layla. <laughs> I bro. love her. Hey, y'all. I love her. <laughs> Kicking off them raps. So, okay, so let's jo- let's go all the way back to the very beginning. Do you guys remember when we did the episode called The Science of Forgiveness? It was cold. It was a cold night. <laughs> <laughs> Where we discussed a mother forgiving her son's killer. Yes. Because she can... felt a closeness to him since he was the last person to see her son and also the one she gave her son life and he took it away. And in a strange way, she felt connected to him because of it and was able to forgive him and they actually forged the friendship. And we discussed that. We discussed... How far would we go to forgive someone and whether we had it in us? And as always, a lot of you had a ton to say, but what do you guys remember from that episode? I remember trying to get to the bottom of the connection that you were speaking of. Because yeah. I thought it may have meant like the sole of her shoe to the seat of his pants, the <laughs> ass of his pants. I thought maybe that's where they was connected at. Or maybe like, you know, the knuckle of her fist <laughs> to, you know, the temple, his temple on the side. I thought maybe that's how they were connected. <laughs> Because I know how I would have been connected. So, in other words, you could never? We talked about it. <laughs> He's like, you go back and press play. Because how you, I mean, you know, there's no need to rehash it. It's obvious that it takes the strength of, I mean, you know, she's really got at least 600 horsepower <laughs> to, to get past something like that. You no, know what I mean, I mean, that's extraordinary levels of elevation. Oh, my goodness. And forgiveness and just strength overall. Yeah. So, shout out to her. Like much like the Wu Tang Clan, she ain't nothing to fuck with. <laughs> so, yeah. I think it's goals. What about you, Asante? I don't remember much from the episode, but I, I do mean, remember it was like from February, or something. right? Yeah. But I do remember feeling like it's one of those things where you just really don't know unless you end up in a situation like that how far you'll go because it's like certain people will be like, oh, well, if I get cheated on, I'm leaving a nigga and then it's like, what you get cheated on? Then it's like, but I love him. I can't leave him. Right. So like, to forgive someone, like for me, I, I remember thinking like, that was wild. Like, I don't know if I would have that. Like, and I'm one of those people that I forgive easily and quickly sometimes, but I remember thinking like, I don't know if I could do that. Right. You know? Yeah, we shared. What I loved about that episode is that we shared some of our personal experiences where we haven't been able to forgive people for what they've done and kind of how that's affected our own lives. And I remember sharing that I have forgiven people for unforgivable things, you know, the things that are very difficult even now that I have forgiven them. Sometimes I think back and I'm like, wow, (laughs) how did I do that? But it... I remember discussing how it just opened my mind up to allow me to think about better things. Because that for me, the thing about forgiveness isn't so much what it does for the other person. It's not like me saying it to them and now everything, you know, is like a repentance. It's not so much that as it is I don't want to obsess. I don't want to continue to think about it and spend all my energy you know, like focused on this thing that happened and letting it define me. And I'd rather just work through it, get through it, let it go, discuss it with the person if I need to or not. You could also write it down and however you need to process it. But the letting go to me has been paramount because, like I said, I just have time and space in my heart and mind to think about way better things. Basically, you off that. I'm off that. Yeah. (laughs) Goals. Forgiveness goals. Forgiveness goals. Shout out to you being the the human personification of the praying hand symbol. (laughs) (laughs) For real. (laughs) And then we took a twist. 
Period. And we had an episode called But Black. I already know that was one of Dustin's. <laughs> where we reimagined our fave white shows and characters, but black. Mm-hmm. And one of the highlights was Dustin saying, let's see if you remember this, that you can see Delicious being Baby Spice. Oh. <laughs> spice Girl. Well, it makes perfect sense. Even, <laughs> even on today, it's definitely aged well. <laughs> Like delicious. Do you even remember saying that? I don't. But it, but again, <laughs> wow. But it makes perfect sense. I would say it again today. So it feels good to be in the back in that saddle. Yeah. <laughs> but black. But black. And you know what's funny? When we did that episode, it was us being silly. And then remember, like hella blogs and sites started doing it like the mm-hmm. next day, which was kind of. But it was cool because it was fun to see what people came up with. I know people had. Black characters for Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember what other shows they was picking about. crazy shit though. Like somebody had said Angie Stone would have been on Sex in the City. Nobody <laughs> said, oh, said like that, if y'all Justin. don't take your ass on somewhere out of my mentions. <laughs> they said she was gonna play Samantha. I don't remember who they said it was gonna be, but they said she was gonna be on there. It was just wild shit. <laughs> or no, Jill Scott Samantha. That well, you oh. seen her? Yeah. <laughs> I just saw her ad on the train. What? She got ads out now? Jill Scott's on a Bedroom new show Candy? called First Wives oh. Club. Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That airs in 2019. Speaking, which is crazy because speaking of butt black, that's what that is. Oh, you're right. Yep. It's a wow. remake. A it's, black It's really remake. black, too, because I just saw that Nene had did like a guest spot. She's like Jill Scott's neighbor, oh, like shit. her wealthy neighbor. Oh, I thought she was about to make a joke. <laughs> no, this really did all nah, on God. On oh, God. And this it's really by the creator happen. of Girls Trip, right? Or am I tripping? I'm not sure, but that would make sense. Yeah, I feel like it is. You ain't on your jacquees. <laughs> you mean LMA. Then we also had an episode called Emotional Contagion. Do you guys remember that one? Mm-mm. Where we discussed a study that was released accusing Facebook of manipulating oh, yeah. users' emotions. Remember, remember that? This. Where they did a test group of 600 users on Facebook and they took 300 of them and only posted sad po- shit. Yeah, well, positive videos and affirmations and like all these feel good uh, articles and just made sure that everything was like high vibrational. And then they took the other half and only posted like the police brutality videos, highlighted depressed uh, status updates from their peers, just made it like a darker, mm-hmm. lower energy uh, feed. And then they did that for months to see how it affected how the person was acting online and almost basically inducing uh, depression and anxiety and just testing how much power they had over people's emotions online. And to make it even worse, it wasn't just to see, like, let's see how much we can fuck with people, but it was also, like, if I bring you down to your lowest vibrational energy, can I get you to buy shit, which was the next level? Because they would pump ads whether it was for, like, anxiety pills or weight loss stuff, just trying to see when you're already feeling low, you're going to be more inclined to self-soothe with consumerism. Really wild research that was I'm sitting here mad. All over again, because I remember when we talked about that That was mind-blowing, and that was the Emotional Contagion episode. That was definitely one of my favorites. I love when we get into, like, the more psychological conversations. Like epigenetics and shit. Oh, God. That's, like, probably my... Number one, uh, friends on 
episode of all time. Yeah, that it's was funny. our Nene Leak snap of episodes. <laughs> it's episodes like that, like when I be in the Uber and the cab driver be talking about something and I just chime in, like, yeah, you know, I do this podcast and we were talking about that on this episode. Like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah, you know, my friend, friends, you have this research and we right. talking about it and like hitting them with it. Yes. <sighs> That's my favorite. I always feel proud of us for that work. Then we also did an episode titled Maybe It's You. Do you guys mm-hmm. remember that one where we discussed people who are constantly talking about who they needed to get rid of because, you know, they had to clear out the snakes, out the weeds. You know, everyone always has those uh, memes and gifts on their Cut-off season. Cut-off season. And then we talked about, well, have you ever considered the fact that it may be you? So this was part two in our series of shows about Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Remember that meme or whatever with, with the the words where the people talk about. Um, I pray for God to remove my enemies. Yes. <laughs> and then everybody disappeared. And now I'm by myself. And right. And, and it's like, well, what if God removed you from all well, those right. people because you're a pain in the ass? And it's a picture of them with lashes on. <laughs> <laughs> you are so random. <laughs> Looking down. <laughs> and picture you with lashes on and eye makeup looking down. But, but I'm mad. I pray for God to remove me of my enemies. I immediately thought about, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, Why do you have a visual of that? <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. Moving on. Oh, and then we did What Happens to a Dream Achieved yes. featuring Louis York. Yes, one of my personal favorite shows. Why? I just loved favorite? it. I love hearing Claude and Chuck tell their story, and especially we focused that conversation on them being at this stage in the evolution of their growth as artists and yeah. as just creative professionals. And being multimillionaires. I, there you go. You see, said <laughs> it. So hearing them speak from that place, that was something that's so rare. Right. And they did it yes. from such an honest, in such an honest way, rather. It was just one of my favorite shows. I have a lot Same. of respect for them and the choices and decisions they've made. And also, you know, I love, like, legacy and impact. And they've literally written records that will stand forever as, like, moments. And people will remember those feelings forever. So I'm fascinated by all that. That's why. I love that yes. episode. Outside of the fact that those were my two best friends, so of course I'm biased. And for those who didn't catch that episode, Chuck and Claude reached their dreams pretty early on. I remember Claude got his first placement, I believe, when he was like 19 or 20. Wow. And I saw it was pretty much like straight out of college. He just kind of shot up. And I remember it went from us figuring out who had money to pay the Metro card to him inviting me over to his like penthouse on Mm -hmm. 10th Avenue and just the difference in our in lifestyles and seeing him achieving something that you don't necessarily see people around you achieving like just Mm -hmm. the levels and how no matter how far he got he just kept working kept working kept working and never stopped but I wanted him and Chuck on because I wanted to number one show people that dreams are achievable but also show people that there was a bit of a depression that came along with achieving it yeah. so early. Because it's like, what do you do when your dreams are achieved? And I think it's something people don't think about. They set their sights and their whole lives revolve around this one thing they want to do. And they never stop to think, well, what happens if I get it? Is that it? Like, is that going to be enough? Because sometimes you do get it. It's not going to be a rat race for everyone. That's and the crazy then what? Part. And then what? You know, mm-hmm. so I loved hearing them discuss their battles with anxiety and depression and trying to figure out like what next and it was just really insightful they're such awesome men they are it was the most i'd heard 
Chuck speak at that time. Ever, so right? I was like, I was real geeked. I was like, oh my God. I Chuck can't is hilarious. A man of few words. Hilarious. He's so funny. That's how I was because people don't realize that. Because <laughs> he is a man of few words. Um, and then we had an episode titled The Missing Pillars. Do you guys remember that one? Was it about dental work? <laughs> what was we talking Not about? The Teeth? missing molars. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that one actually was inspired by uh, Lewis York and the conversation about achieving your dreams because we talked about discipline and motivation being the most commonly discussed pillars of success, but how what's missed is alignment. Are you doing what you want to do, what you feel you should do, or are you doing what the mainstream suggests you should be doing? Or and your I'm, fucking parents. Or your parents. Or <laughs> yeah. just, even now with social media, a lot of people do what they see as working for someone else. Yes. And what made Claude and Chuck successful early on is that they knew off jump this is what they wanted to do. With Even Claude, I remember when we graduated from high school, our high school was like this really prestigious, you know, Considered kind of like an Ivy League, mm-hmm. quote unquote, high school, and mm-hmm. they sink the campus, right? And their biggest thing at the end of each year was posting a billboard of where everyone's going to college. And I remember Claude wasn't going to college, and that was a big deal at that point because it was like, <gasps> what? And he wanted to pursue music. And I remember thinking that was the coolest shit ever. Like, I was like, he's like, fuck college. Yeah, you know? I was going like, to say, what a middle finger. I <laughs> love yeah, it. Especially yeah. coming from that school. And then there's the pressure of being an immigrant child. Because I know his mom lost her shit when he told her that. It's not something you can tell your parents easily. So I remember just thinking he was so brave. And that's what made him actually making it that much more beautiful. Because of what he sacrificed to get there. And so that's something that was an alignment. And he just knew it was like an undeniable it was a feeling. Hell of an of, alignment. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was an undeniable feeling of this Lebowski. is for me. This is what I'm meant to be doing. And I don't care what people think about it. And that was a big risk at the age of 18 to kind of like march to the beat of your own drum. Think about it. At 18, did you have those balls? You well, know? yeah, but the thing is, he was actually right about it. So <laughs> that's right, why that's right. why it was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, this nigga really did mean it and did it. Like, right. damn. Right. But that's why alignment Magic. is a pillar of success that I that I feel is is least discussed. You know, people usually just go with what is familiar or what they're being told to do. And we discussed core beliefs as well because I remember one of the topics that Chuck brought up was once he reached his level of success, he didn't think he deserved it. Mm-hmm. He remembers sitting there with all his cars. Remember how he used to say mm-hmm. he was embarrassed to drive it and he felt weird about mm-hmm. it and even his house and especially like how his family viewed him or his friends who hadn't reached that status financially and how he was just embarrassed all the time and thinking like, do I even deserve to be with these people that are up here and the imposter syndrome that comes along with it? So core beliefs was another pillar that we discussed in that episode where it's like, do you believe in your self-worth? Do you think you're you're valuable enough to get to where you're going? And are you excited about it? Are you excited to be there? And are you aware that you deserve it? Which Because I think there are a lot of people that don't. They think that like, oh, maybe I'll make it. And it's like, Everything changes once you put in your mind that not that you will make it, but you deserve it. You right. deserve to be there. That's your spot. That's your alignment. That's what you want. And the world will miss out if you don't pursue it. 
great conversation to have before a night on the town too. <laughs> Why is like that? As you're getting dressed, you just need to be you need to be looking at things through that lens. You deserve to be here. <laughs> you're worth it. It's great. It I, I learned a lot from that. Mm-hmm. They have mirror meditation. You, you getting dressed in the mirror. You say, I can take any bitch man in the club when I get there. <laughs> like, that type of thing. Oh, my God. Y'all would. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had an episode titled Social Compliance. Do y'all remember that one? Yes. Let's Social see, Appliances. About? It was about <laughs> getting into it about the work refrigerator and microwave. <laughs> People stealing your food, leaving the microwave nasty. The social rumba. appliances. No, social Ain't that appliances, what the rumba. <laughs> and putting Twitter on there. Social compliance was off of that documentary we watched called The Push. Oh, The Push. By <gasps> Darren Brown. I just got scared all over again to walk out the studio. Where people were down to push people to their death. Obviously, it wasn't real because they were told to by superiors or people of authority. Or and somebody so we, with an accent. And that, and that movie Compliance. <laughs> and then the movie Compliance where... A man that crazy ass man. I'm still mad about that woman. I'm still mad about the boss. Like, bitch, she could have. Yeah, just uh, wait in here to figure it out. Like, (laughs) like, bitch, I wait in here. Bitch, why am I naked? We would have never got there. I would have shoved her off or something. We can deal with everything on the back end in the courtroom if it really gets there. Anyway. It was not going to get there because, legal. you cannot hold me. I remember sorry. her husband or her boyfriend. Yeah. How the, so, okay, let's reel sorry. it back. Sorry, you took me there. No, that was good. For, the, for those who don't know what we're talking about, there's a movie called Compliance you should definitely look up where someone pretended to be a cop and told this... Called owner the restaurant. Over of the a restaurant and said that one of her waitresses had stolen something and they needed her to like hold her hostage and strip her down, do like a strip search. Long story search. short, a cavity search. He told someone else to to like rape her, right? Isn't yep. that in the end? Like it just got really intense on the and what people are willing to do just because authority telling them without questioning the moral value of what they're doing. Which kind of ties into even now when I think of, like, uh, ICE and these children in the cages, like, just because authorities telling you to put kids in the cage, when does your moral judgment kick in? Like, I don't fucking want to put kids in the cages, right. and this is fucked up, you On know? God, on everything, on everything, when I think about the fact that they were making those little kids and two-year-olds stand trial without right. representation and shit— I, I literally have told y'all this multiple times. I think about the court recorder. I think about the bailiffs. I think about all them people because I, a part of I wouldn't have went to work that day. I would have had There's a- no way in hell I would have physically been able to participate in that. Yeah. I would not have gone to work. I would have had a nervous breakdown being in the courtroom at work and then these kids are coming in doing this shit. I've been like... So nobody else sees anything wrong you with You stop this. the process. Like, you like, get your ass up and remove your contribution to the process to stop it. But that's the scary part of social compliance because the average person is not built that way. And they're mm-hmm. also full of shit because they're taking it back to the push, the documentary we watched. Was it a doc? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't well, remember like what we were calling it. Social yeah, examination. Social, yeah. yeah. But as soon as the people found out what it was, the people that were willing to push instantly started making excuses right. well i wasn't really gonna do it i i, I didn't i wasn't and crying and <laughs> mm-hmm. shit they the ones should have got pushed <laughs> yeah anyway and so of course we discussed whether uh in regards to the doc would you have pushed the person off the building because someone told you to 
or in the so in the compliance movie, would you have if you were the boss? Had this young girl stripped naked, cavity searched, and all this just because a quote-unquote no. cop over the phone is telling you to do it. Y'all gonna have to send somebody down here from the station, have them ride by her damn house. I don't give a damn. <laughs> I don't get paid to do that. I get paid to run this damn restaurant. And I don't even Amen. know what you're talking about. First <laughs> right. of all, how you calling me? And what cop me what's calls? Meanwhile, the man is like making a sandwich, like chilling, <laughs> manipulating four or five people. Cause, and you know, pa- didn't he do it in like multiple locations? Yeah, and w- didn't even get, I don't think he um, served any time for that, wow. which I think is the even wildest part. I really don't believe he served any time. Wow. Because what was the case against him? These were adults. They literally just did as they were told. Wow. I mean, he didn't put a gun to their head or force them, you know? Interesting case. But, you know, in the case of force, when we were kind of bringing up, uh, because I do remember when we were talking about this randomly, when we were bringing up, like, scary movies or, like, uh, horror films, like, in Saw and shit like that, Mm -hmm. when shit like that is really fucked up, like, when you have to make a fucked up decision. But, like, in, in shit like... With ice and stuff like that, I think about, like, how fucked up it is. Like, you don't actually have to do this. You don't this. have to do it. You could literally walk off the job. No, them bastards want to do and, it. And that's why when you said that's that, I'm thinking, part. like, some of them people detaining them kids, like, they truly think that shit is right. And it's like, no, motherfucker, wrong. <laughs> like, right. that's the problem. That's the disconnect. And even on a smaller scale, do you guys remember the scene where they were holding the the acting auditions? Okay. And they had a couple people sitting down. Standing up and sitting down. And they yeah. would ring a bell, and the actors who were part of the study would stand up every time the bell would ring and then sit down when the bell would ring again. And over a span of a couple minutes, the new people who would come in would stand up when the bell would ring because they were just like, okay, I guess that's what we're all doing. And there were very few people who were looking around like, I don't know why the fuck they're standing up. And they just stayed sitting down. But it's just so interesting how you'll just kind of monkey see, monkey do. So can I say when I so when I saw that, I remember having a few different thoughts. I remember thinking like I would have been in my own little world and I would have been like, does somebody need to switch because I need to move? <laughs> or I would have been high and been like, well, I'm going to do this shit, which I'm in looking and like smiling when we stand up and sitting down. Like, I mean, hey! I do wonder, low key, like, do you think you would have stood up just because they were standing up on the bell ring? Now, y'all know I would have been cheek to chair. I would not have been standing okay. up. I would have been like, first of all, I would have been wondering if I was in the right room. I would have been right. like, well, obviously, I don't know nothing about why these motherfuckers are standing up and sitting down. That's weird. <laughs> so, like, what? where am I at? There's been a mistake. That's what I would have been on. Like, plus, right. I wonder what they thought they were auditioning for. Because, like, right. like was it, like, a children's thing or something? Like, I just can't think. where the bell standing up coming? Because like, I think the bell would have annoyed me more than anything. Like, why the fuck y'all keep dinging this damn bell? And what's wrong with y'all? You're right. I, the I'm bell would have tipped me off. I'm trying to run my lines off. and y'all dinging a fucking bell. <laughs> I would have been like, are they trying to do some kind of slick hypnosis shit? Like, oh, like shit. let me get the fuck up out of here. I probably would have left. I would have stood up all right and wa- hitched a ride on Jack yeah. and Jill that left and right leg and walked on up out of there. That's what I would have did. <laughs> I would like to believe that I would have just asked why are you guys standing up are we supposed to stand up when the bell rings <laughs> like what is the bell i feel like i would have communicated right. and asked the person next to me like what's the situation with the bell i would like to think that that's what i would have what done. if they would act like they didn't hear you and they just would have kept standing up and sitting i down. feel like that's what they probably were told to do like don't ask don't answer any questions like if know? they talk to you just pretend you're busy and, and you been right behind me on your way out <laughs> Or maybe if she would have been like, oh, yeah, we're supposed to stand up when the bell rings as part of the audition. Would you have done it? No. Or what if she tells you, or what if she just goes, no, you just you should just sit down. And then, like, are you going to be like, oh, I don't believe you now. You like, trying you to probably- fuck up my audition. Exactly. See? 
See, That's that why I really... just would have hit it. Cause that, cause <laughs> I'm like, too much thinking. You better stop before somebody try to give you a job doing some fucked up shit now. <laughs> but you know what? Never mind. Sorry. What? We was about to go into another rabbit hole. I was thinking about uh, a good place or the good place. Is oh, it the, the show, is it, uh, the good place. Yes, with uh Kristen Bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, cause you know they thought they were. Well, never Somewhere mind. I that wanna, they weren't right, <laughs> and the the way that they had them like kind of just complying with everything, how they mm-hmm. just were going with everything. Sound like cattle. What the hell is this show about? <laughs> well, if he says it, it'll ruin it. You just have to watch it. Yeah, people in the afterlife. So it really is cattle, because you know they say people. once you see them actually make beef, you don't want to eat beef no <laughs> oh more. <my> God. <laughs> so maybe it is like cattle. Maybe it's akin Get to some cattle. Chicken instead. <laughs> <laughs> So the next episode we had was Make Money Moves featuring hey, the budget Nista. How hey, did you forget that episode, right? That's with your broke ass. <laughs> Where we discussed <laughs> fixing your credit, paying off student loans, and learning how to save a little more money. That episode was game-changing. A lot of you hit us up like, I changed. Um, I was able to fix my credit score. Some of you paid off your loans months after that. I know for me, the biggest takeaway was I was having issues with my taxes as far as at the end of the year when I would have to pay taxes, or rather the the top of the following year, it would just be such a massive hit. And it would hurt because I'd be like, oh, my God, you know, I'm new to this uh, bracket. So paying taxes back, number one, is new. And then it being this much of how much I've made was just kind of like a shock to my system. But she gave me the best tip and said to open a tax savings account and every check I receive, whether it's $10 or thousands of dollars, just automatically take the 22 or 30% out as if it's not even yours. And so by the end of the year, which is where I'm at now, I have my taxes in there. So when I go file my taxes in January and they say this is the amount, I can be like, here you go. (laughs) <laughs> like right on the spot I don't have to stress about it No anxiety do, No anxiety No payment plan Because I did What I was supposed to do Which is take out the taxes As soon yes. as you get the check And she uh, Encouraging me To have that savings account Separated So that it's already done Was a game changer And she kind of just made The whole tax process A lot more easeful Than it was before I did the exact same thing. <laughs> not the game changing. Not that one specifically, but when she said you should have multiple accounts for different things, I was like, okay, so I I have my uh, savings account for taxes that I put forty percent in because I'm like, Amen. I don't know what y'all are gonna right, do. Just I just in don't case, know. Better to have more. And than then outside not. of that, I have a separate account for my rent. I was like, all right, so let me just put some rent money over here. So this was what I have. So I have that for like rainy days and stuff like that. Amen. I just made different accounts for different things, and I can't access them different monies until I I need them. But I have, like, the money that I need, which is a blessing. So, like, but Janista was really like, okay, you got the money, but, you know, you don't want to get hit with it. So, make right. sure you're doing the right thing. So, I was like, I'm doing it now. And even the Changed bill pay it. account that she suggested, mm-hmm. which I loved because I, to be honest, I'm not someone that is completely aware of my monthly expenses. Oh, no, not <laughs> As no, someone who spends a lot of money, I tend to not look, which is a bad habit. But, um... I mean, I'm good with finances, but I still try not to look at how much I spend There's on room clothing. for improvement. <laughs> right. Know, I've, I don't wrong. like seeing how much I spend on clothing and sneakers. Um, it's but not she fair. did. <laughs> but she did say, you know, to have an account where all of your expenses come out of there directly, which I also did. And it's totally game-changing because it allowed me to have a more awareness of how much my monthly expenses are down to the dollar. And then I would 
was able to budget accordingly, which was great. She's just great. She's yeah. just she like is. a wealth of knowledge. Yes. And like if you're trying to hide something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can put it all coming out of one account. <laughs> so like if you're spending money on hotel rooms and shit, Not you know, anything, rooms. whatever whatever you're trying to hide and you don't want like somebody seeing on your statement, just create a separate account for it. Oh my God. <laughs> and remember she was on Getting Grown's live show in New York yes. City, which was great because not only is she great on audio, but she's amazing live. She had yeah. awesome energy, had us cracking up. She has choreography. Choreography. <laughs> Slogans, the whole nine. She also has a video coming out with Shameless Maya in the next couple of weeks. They just filmed it this past week. Gems, gems, gems. The video is titled How to Save $10,000. Yes. So definitely check out for that next week once Maya makes it go live. It's a great video. Imagine the two of them. It's nothing but energy. energy. Oh, my God. (laughs) You already knew because that's just how they roll. So great, great collaboration. Make money moves. I think that was probably definitely in my top five. Definitely. Yes. Any any episodes of ours that people can integrate the information and actually change their lives is gonna be automatically in my top. And all the everything she says seems so simple. Like like, oh damn, that is a good idea. Totally simple. She makes it simple. She the makes most it comp- sound Because like finances that. are scary. Yes. You know, it can be overwhelming and daunting, especially if we don't have role models not saying our parents aren't good with money but you know we right. where we're, we're at and what thing. we're doing things are very different now right. so. they too busy saying no to every goddamn thing <laughs> to teach us about the money well, right. why the fuck are you saying no <laughs> oh my gosh yes damn yeah, maybe so if funny. I knew all that I wouldn't even ask your ass in the first place <laughs> Shit. More on that later. I need to write that down. (laughs) The next episode we had was the nudge theory. Let's see if y'all remember what this is about about. having bad kids. No. And so when you go out in public, when they start cutting up, you nudge the shit out of them. (laughs) I'm going to fuck you up when you get to the car if you don't stop that. No. (laughs) This episode is where we discuss China's social credit system. Credit core. Which people, uh, credit core, which people have been tagging us like crazy because it's become a popular point of discussion now all these months later. So we kind of jumped. On that little head of the curve, which is really nice. Always early, never late. Hello. But uh, China's social credit score was where, and you can look up tons of articles and videos even on YouTube, but they are now using your credit score, your family's credit score history, your grades in school, basically creating a profile of everything about you even your social media a real permanent tweet. record <laughs> yeah like an actual record a permanent record that will affect whether or not the government allows you to fly and travel i was seeing an article last week of some people that legit were not allowed to travel because their social score was too low wow and i just cannot imagine could you imagine no no, especially as much as, as we travel, no. that because you tweeted You're something, I'd be like, "What? I can't fly? Like literally, I cannot." Like because maybe you defaulted on payments or you hit the overdraft fees a little too many times. Like this imagine month. getting that letter in the mail because you know when people send you that official letter, like "Good evening, you are no longer eligible to do X, Y, and Z because your credit's gone." Because your credit okay. sucks, right? Like, That's what? fucked up. It's scary. You got you can't shop at certain places. <laughs> like you can't even you can't even be at certain places let alone shop at them. Like damn. Especially the people who are affected simply because their parents didn't have good credit scores, and then what was revealed in that 
that episode was a study, hello Facebook yet again, where Facebook apparently uh, is filing for a, a patent for some kind of feature in Facebook where they are allowed to see not only your credit score, but the credit scores of all the people you're friends with so they can get an idea of the value of your network. Mm. So let's say you are friends with a lot of people who default on payments or have overdraft fees or don't have, you know, a large... <laughs> Why are y'all looking like that? Because, first of all, I can't even add no friends on Facebook. Right? <laughs> I got 5,000 friends on oh, Facebook. Oh, you're at the cap. What the fuck that, that's got to do with me? What 5,000 other motherfuckers well, doing every month? Well, that's the thing. The 5,000 people that you're friends with will represent your social credit. I'm not sure Throw the whole Facebook away. <laughs> I can't, like... Well, when we talked and they filed for. When we talked about it being like that Black Mirror episode, like, that shit looked like she was on Facebook or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not surprised that out of all the peoples that would have an algorithm or some shit on deck and ready, it would be fucking Facebook. Right. Especially all the collusion they didn't got tied up in. <laughs> damn collusion. Way. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that word so funny? Ain't collusion. For, it also reminds me of another word I coined. Colusty. What is that? Colusty was <laughs> what I used to describe people who was musty and just spray a little cologne on, on top of it instead what of washing your that? ass. Colusty. Rick and roll. Noun. Do you guys remember Wild Wild Country? Yes. yes. The lady, um, what was the her name? One. Sheila? The bad Sheila one. and the bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sheila and the bad bitch. And we discussed Osho <laughs> and Sheila, who created a utopia. And what happens, well, there were levels to that discussion because we were like in awe of the fact that they really went to Oregon and created a town where they had their own airport, their own shopping centers, libraries, schools. Like they really did that. I still might have ended up in there. I, I know, know I would have. <laughs> I ain't going to front with y'all. I might have ended up in White there. conda. <laughs> but then the larger discussion was because, you know, I've always been very open to how much I've learned from Osho and how he changed my life. So we discussed what happens when you find out that someone who changed your life and was integral to your development is also an asshole. <laughs> or you know, quote unquote trash as we'd like to call them on the you internet. You can still be faux show about Osho. <laughs> <laughs> it just means, you know, his um what is it called? Discredit core his credit <laughs> might core. not be as high as you thought it was. Right. And I think the lesson that I mentioned in that episode was that I was able to extract the good from Osho. Because he's still human, so I'm not going to throw him away, especially because he impacted my life so greatly. But I can also respect someone while also acknowledging the terrible things that they've done. I don't have to pick one. Like That's, Sheila. And like, like Andrew Sheila. Caldwell YouTube videos. <laughs> oh, my said? God. Andrew Caldwell is the guy that did Delivered back in the day. I'm Delivered. Oh, I'm like, I just saw a video of him trying on a new fur coat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, he I said, love it. He said, like "Custard, yeah, custard, custard made." made. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Can you custard make?" Okay, a so hat? friend, oh he be going. God. He goes. He be going. Oh. Look at me getting excited. He be going. So friend, because I know how to speak. 
He goes live on Instagram and mostly Facebook. Oh, really? And he says all these outlandish, <laughs> like, lies and ridiculous, oh, I signed a $2 million contract with this company and okay. that company. I'm under contract with Facebook and Instagram to go live so many times a month. Okay. Which no one is, A. It's and creative B, visualization. It's what he friend, wants. But then wow. the live starts <laughs> skipping and pausing. And so the comments are still rolling. And so... <laughs> The comments are the real show. But anyway, that's how I reconcile watching his video. Go on, go on. It's <laughs> my, fine. My. But I thought that my, was, that my, episode my. was important because when the documentary first came out, a lot of people were hitting me up like, ooh, girl, you've like, been yeah. telling people to read Osho. How do you feel knowing like he did all this grimy shit? And I'm Which like, it don't take away. on their behalf. I'm a little bit. It's you. a little jabby, but... For me, it was important because it was like, how was I going to, re- you know, resolve my feelings with knowing that Osho was a little wilder than I thought, a little how grimy. Was I supposed <laughs> to know? <laughs> but it was a good conversation and definitely Something a good lesson. Then we had an episode titled Yelp Review Then. Do y'all mm, remember I that one? I remember that. Yes. <laughs> He's like, it was mm. about giving a, basically a people Yelp review of the facts. people who... We, who like telling somebody else what you knew about somebody they were dating, basically? Like, right. Like if someone is starts <coughs> dating someone that they know you've dated prior and asked you either for advice or feedback or you know like yeah. a human Yelp review, would you be down to give it to them or would you be like, hey, that's for you to figure out and none of my business? I was very clear, and my opinion still stands to this day. I'm not with the shit. <laughs> I feel like that's a one-way ticket to ass whoopville. It did. And, you know, that's just what that is. The fuck? And I remember the what the the inspiration for that show yeah. was. So you definitely know that I just, <laughs> no. No. There will be no Yelp reviewing going on around here. That was a good conversation, too. It was a good episode. We also had an episode titled Take a Second featuring Getting Grown. Jaden Kia. Jaden Kia. And that episode was inspired by the tragic passing of Lissandro Guzman, who was a teenager who was stabbed to death in the Bronx by some young men. And they were actually were outside of a bodega. And he had initially ran into the bodega asking for help. The bodega owners kicked him out, but he was fatally stabbed right outside. And even when he ran back in, they still didn't help him. People on the street weren't helping him. We actually saw videos of people filming him. And with this, in this day and age, it seems like that's a common theme of people having the reflex to pull out their phone to film before actually figuring out how they can be of use. Can I help you? Doesn't seem like that comes out of their mouth first. And so we were discussing that in the episode. That's why it was titled take a second meaning slow down and whether that's ever been ever happened to you where you've witnessed something and felt the reflex to record it before asking them if they actually needed some help i keep thinking about that song um have you ever 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 in your whole whole life seen what i've seen i live the life people don't know what i go through so imagine what it's like did she say growing up in the hood or being misunderstood first i forget which one it is. i don't know the damn you song you heard that song <laughs> I don't remember what that's. That doesn't sound like a theme song of a show. It was like part of somebody's song. I'm gonna find a song. Sounds <laughs> like back. a theme song. Yeah, because it was double words. <laughs> they do shit like that in theme songs yes. on TV shows. Like people, people, have you ever ever heard? <laughs> like, oh my god! 
<laughs> but that episode was really good because it made people sit and think about the actions that they can be taking when they see someone that needs help on the street. Even on the train, a lot of times we'll see things like fights or people arguing and you're thinking world star or how many RTs the video will get if you happen to post it instead sure. of thinking like, you know, maybe I could help this girl or this dude who's about to get into a fight. Think about that incident that just was all over um, social media, which I hate fucking saying, but I have to right now. Yeah. It was all over social media about the lady, the white lady who was assaulting that Asian lady on the train. Oh, Yeah. Thankfully, you know, some people had recorded and kind of tried to intervene and literally physically were blocking her from physically attacking this young lady. Mm. You know, and I was thinking in my head, like, damn, what would you have done if you were there? I definitely wouldn't have let her hit that girl. Right. But I would I would have had to work really hard to stop myself from pushing her ass off the train. Right. Because that's all in my mind. My first reaction as soon as Shut the doors open up, to get throw her, her out. ass off the train. Yes. Yeah. And then there was a case with four young men who were witnessing someone drowning and were laughing and filming it. And they took it to court and the men weren't charged because they actually did not, they weren't a part of any crime. It's a moral judgment, but they didn't actually do anything to the man. So this is interesting how this is going to play out as time passes because they literally could not charge the men because they technically didn't do anything wrong. They still going to burn in hell for that. So I mean, it don't matter. Like, you can't just watch somebody fucking drunk. I mean, unless it's a Republican. But that's the thing. Having poor uh, moral values, you can't be arrested for that. But you can't be arrested for trying. Like, you know, the Good Samaritan rules sometimes will, like, work in your favor, but they can work against you depending on if you, like, get involved and help somebody in certain laws, right. like states and stuff. Right. So it's interesting. It's just I'm curious how this is going to play out. Maybe laws will change. I'm wondering if laws will change over time because of things like this. Another episode we had with another group of our friends was Random Acts of Podcasting with Jaden XD. Hilarious. Do you remember that episode? <laughs> Unfortunately. Where we discussed whether... And you know what? Before mm-hmm. we get into the episode, fuck Jade and XD. Okay. The motherfuckers had Sanaa Lathan oh, tweeted into my mentions. All... No, that was getting grown. No, that was Jaden XD. Oh, I thought she said it was on Getting That grown. was Jaden XD. It was, look, I was sitting there thinking, I got a curse key out now. I had to hesitate for a second. Thought about it. Take a second. <laughs> look, I did. Look, Sanaa Lathan is beautiful, and she didn't cut her hair for this damn movie that I did not watch, but I've heard bad things about. Oh, and that's no. not my fault. I just don't know why she ended up in my mentions. Sorry. <laughs> Continue, friend. Well, we discussed whether everything you create, does it have to have a message? Does it have to be deep? Does it have to save the world? Or can you just create content? That's fun. And Dustin. And then the City Girls mixtape came out. <laughs> and we found out that you could. And then they started talking. And we found out that you might not be should. <laughs> that might not be should. <laughs> <laughs> and just for the sake of time, we also had an episode with Ari Lennox and Estelle. Oh, yes. two part wonderful. The coolest opportunity, man. That was yes. probably one of my highlights, having both, both of them, of them yeah. on the show. Because we love their music so much. I was waiting so for us to get there. That was, was super cool. They restore your faith in artists just being cool people. Because we meet a lot of a lot of rectum entry points <laughs> oh my in God. this business. But... They restored your faith in artists being good people because they literally are good people. Shout out to Estelle and shout out to Ari Lennox. Yes. And then some quick highlights. The apology language episode was definitely in my top. A lot of people's tops and bottoms. (laughs) 
Definitely check that out if you are. Are you someone who requests forgiveness from people? Do you need them to express regret or make restitution, which means that you require an explanation or justification of the wrongdoing? It was no, yes, yes. <laughs> Those would be my three answers. If you don't know where you lie, check out 5lovelanguages.com to see what your apology language is like. Please take the test. I'm sick of y'all <laughs> niggas, sick of you niggas. <laughs> and then the last episode that I highlight that I absolutely loved was Keep That Same Energy. Yeah. With Miriam Hosnair, where energy is currency and why you're feeling spent. She's an energy worker and also one of my closest friends. And it was an honor having her on the show. And most importantly, I loved how well-received she was. A lot of people were like, can you bring her back once a month? To I showed day. her those tweets and she was like, oh my God. She was so excited that That's people felt one. that way. We get DMs to this day requesting highs. Like, that I was know. Just... I'm like, she just came on. But... Highs and dies. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously, to... every time she's in New York, I'll make sure she comes up. And Please. Even if it's for like a couple minutes and just blesses us with some gems. And that's it. Those are what I thought were some highlights. Obviously, there were plenty more, but for the sake of time, we can't highlight them all. But those are our favorite. We got to work with a lot of our friends this we year, did. a lot of our favorite artists. Yes. What do you? What would you say was your biggest highlight of the Friend Zone podcast this year? I enjoyed our HBCU tour with McDonald's. Oh, sweet! Yeah, I, think I did. I think that was. Um, it was exciting to be at those tailgates. The energy is like nothing else. Um, it's such a specific experience. Um, and just seeing blackness on that level of all ages, you know, people being excited to be there. It was just a great time. And I enjoyed working with them. So that was a great partnership. That, that was, was a great really moment. Fun, especially because I had never tailgated before. So <laughs> it was my first time doing that. And then getting to do it with you guys was fun. really awesome. And then getting paid to do it. I mean, fun. not a bad deal. <laughs> what about you, Asante? Exactly the same. Just doing, I love being on the road and touring. So the fact that it was a tour and then it was a black thing, you know, the HBCU culture I love, I've loved. Since I've been in Atlanta, it pretty much is like a big thing down there. So the tailgating is not something I've always really done, but it's something I've dipped and dabbled in. So to like get paid to do it and then tick to say my name correctly, <laughs> you know, then DJ Envy come out there cool. and mess with us. Like it was really, really dope time. And then for the niggas that origi- originate the swag surf to be out there. Oh, one that of was them, so cool. Like that's so black to me. Like... <laughs> Imagine you be somewhere and then, like, somebody, the originator of some dance, well, that's not so in Fortnite. Um, somebody's out there doing their damn dance. And it's like, damn, I can't believe Cupid from the Cupid fucking shuffle is out here on the dance floor with everybody. Like, that's a black ass town to me. So I really, <laughs> really enjoyed that. That was super cool. What about you, friend? Honestly, preparing for this episode and just looking at the work we've done Proud. in the span of a year it just felt really great. I mean, I think. <laughs> A lot of us as creatives and just people in general have so many ideas of things we want to work on. And to see when you're actually being consistent, because we have 51 episodes, you know yes. what I mean? Which means we really came here week after week after week, coming with fresh content, um, just being excited to work together, learning, researching, engaging with the recap segments and seeing how people felt about things, reading feedback, the comments just exciting i think my favorite thing in the world is when people are like this is my favorite episode no this is my favorite episode it kind of just makes me feel super good that people feel that connected to the research or just the general conversations that we share on this show 
Amen. Yeah, it's a good feeling. I like when people feel like we're in alignment with the things that they're thinking about. You know, I always talk about the collective consciousness, and I think it's awesome when people realize how connected we really all are and that the conversations we're able to tap into feel so real to them. And they're like, thank you for saying that or thank you for bringing that up. And most importantly, people knowing that they're not alone in a lot of the things that they're feeling or going through or thinking about. And I think that's the point of the show. So I feel like we've done a job well done. I do, too. We didn't have no blow-up dial-ass conversations. (laughs) When we connected, it felt real. (laughs) So I'm proud of us. I'm proud of our listeners. Another year of the Friend Zone completed. Yay, yay. I'm wiser. And that's it for this week's episode. (laughs) I'm better. (laughs) So much better. This week's episode of The Friend Zone is brought to you by Bumble. It can be tough to make new friends as an adult. How are you supposed to seek out meaningful, platonic relationships as an adult when you spend most of your time behind a desk? Luckily, that's where Bumble BFF comes in. While Bumble began as a women dating first app, a women first dating app, excuse me, it now includes a friend finding mode called Bumble BFF. Find a kindred spirit to join you at that yoga workshop or a fellow 90s sitcom fanatic who's down for a Netflix marathon. No matter your life situation, Bumble BFF helps you create the support system you need. Expand your crew, find friends who love the same things you do, and shake up your routine with Bumble BFF. To use it, download Bumble on iOS or Android and switch to Bumble BFF mode within the app. Then, fill out a profile to let your future besties know what you're all about. All I know is, sometimes you don't know who to or how to find a friend by looking at people on the internet. So I think it's really cool that you can use this app where you can fill out a profile with the intention of actually finding people that are of like mind as opposed to finding people that, oh, I like the way this person reads. I'm going to get into this person. Some BS like that. Now you can just do it on Bumble and match with the perfect BFF. So to learn more, head to bumble.com slash friendzone. That's bumble, B-U-M-B-L-E dot com slash friendzone. Support for today's episode comes from Third Love. Using millions of real women's measurements, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and incredible feel. Just answer a few simple questions from Third Love's Fit Finder quiz to find your perfect fit. Third Love offers double this number of sizes than most brands offer, cups A through H, with bands up to 48. And with lightweight memory foam cups, straps that won't slip and tagless labels, you'll want to wear these soft and breathable bras and underwear every day, especially the new cotton t-shirt bras and underwear. But thanks to the 100% fit guarantee, returns and exchanges are super easy and free. I actually have the t-shirt bra on. (laughs) Dustin's grabbing his chest. (laughs) I have the t-shirt bra on as we speak. It's right now. Of, as we speak, not even lying. Wish I could yes. show you guys. <laughs> it's super comfortable. I love wearing it. You know most of my clothing is like street wears, like hoodies and t-shirts. So I love wearing a bra that isn't like giving me pointy pyramid titties. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like nice, smooth, seamless, just a nice shape. Curves. Curvy, yes. you know, nice and clean under my t-shirts. So... I love the Third Love bra for sure. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off their first order. 
Please, guys, take advantage. Trust me. <clears throat> Go to thirdlove.com slash friendzone now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash friendzone for 15% off today. So Never bring, in, <laughs> bring in the wind chimes. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly because I'm tired. <laughs> or the church tambourines this week. <laughs> so... We are actually going to be taking a break, which is something that we wanted to announce. For our mental health, we want to travel, spend time with our families. We want to catch up on sleep. We want to pour our ideas, or rather, we want to pour our energy into new ideas of new things we want to create. And most importantly, when you're working on something that means a lot to you, it's good to step away from it sometimes so that you can recalibrate come up with fresh ideas and go be inspired go see exhibits movies live shows hang out with friends live life because if we don't live life we'll have nothing to talk about so we're only going to be gone for a month so it's nothing crazy we'll be back wednesday january 16th but this episode today will be the last one so that we can have room and time to (laughs) it sure will and please do not look please respect our privacy at this time (laughs) i don't want no tweets about it i'm so sorry actually you know what go ahead and tweet i've been working on my filters never mind no you didn't you won't even see it i won't even see it i have been working on my filters (laughs) so never mind crystal's been teaching me she's my guru she's my guru i needed it well overdue so yes hers like hide mentions from people who don't follow you hide mentions from people you follow Hide mentions people with a pic without a picture. Yeah. Hide mentions from people who just signed up. Hide mentions, just text me. Like <laughs> hers is hilarious. She's yes. like stealth. Um, but you know the confirmation I got. I was watching this show. I think it's called Final Table. The Final Table on Netflix. It's a cooking oh my God. show. Yes, it's so good. I watched parts of it when I'm high Isn't as it hell. So yes. good. We were watching it in London. Shout out to XT. He totally yes. got me hooked on it. My fellow tourist foodie, <laughs> but. They had a chef on there who was world-renowned, and he has one of the top restaurants in the world. Could you imagine? Ronald McDonald was on the goddamn show. <laughs> so that means he has three Michelin stars. He, right? I don't know how many. I think it might be two or three. But he's always he's been in, like, the top ten restaurants of the world the past, like, ten years, which wow. is insane to even think about. How do you get up there and also maintain it for that long? Season the chicken for white people blows their mind. <laughs> That's and how he's he made a chef it. from Spain. <laughs> and one of the things that they highlighted about his restaurant is that it closes for four months out of the year. And people were like, "How? Like, why would you do that? You're missing out on so many customers, so much money. Four months of the business shutting down. Why would you do that? Most importantly, how can you afford to do that? And I thought what was so profound was that he said, when you're doing something that is changing the world, it's important to step away from it sometimes so that you can come back with fresh eyes, fresh heart, fresh ideas, and pour in new inspiration into what you're creating. And I think people do not take the time to do that. So him saying that in that moment after we had had the discussion about taking a break was just like confirmation for me. You're I talking about like, Enrique? Boom. I don't know if I remember his name. Okay, he, so there he was, was from Spain. Okay, so there is a chef, Enrique Overa, and he's on the show. Mm-hmm. And his restaurant in um, Mexico City is currently ranked 13th <laughs> in the world, according to the world's 50 best restaurants listing. No, that's not him because he wasn't from Mexico. Was he one of the uh was He, he wasn't one of, the one of the contestants. He just came on as a judge. 
was the chicken season. <laughs> it's the QT in A. But I just thought that that was so perfect. I was like, thank you for letting me know that we're on the right track. Oh, episode one was because we was going to do it anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was nice. <laughs> Because that's just how I do. Miguel Bose? Oh, 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 I'm going to do that anyway because that's how I am. <laughs> Miguel Bose or Borja? Borja? I can't say these names. I mean, I didn't memorize Whoever their it names. Is. <laughs> He's saying it like I'm like, that one. I was high set and it plays in the background. So I was like, which episode was this? <laughs> I'll find it and I'll send it to you because it was literally whoever it was from Spain. Yeah, it's it got to be episode two. To episode one was Mexico. Episode two was Spain. So it was one of yeah, them in Spain. I'm assuming it was Copy. him. But it was great. It was just perfect timing. I love when messages like that happen. Um, Haas and I call it Nudgy. That's the name we have for when we're confused about something or need a little bit of guidance, and then we get this little nudge. That it, Something like that, to me, is a nudge. Like, mm-hmm. you're good. You know, don't feel bad. You're in the right direction. So I wanted to ask you guys, what are you going to do during your break to recalibrate? <clears throat> Um, really spend some time developing some new fitness routines. Mm. That's one thing I'm gonna do. Um, another thing I plan on doing is it. Okay, <laughs> I should have known that was coming. <laughs> How does that help you as a creative? Point A or point B? Point B. Um, by pointing out, um, uh, by really igniting my internal fire, mm. um, making my energy levels as high as they've ever been. Um, making me, I'm at my most creative during intercourse. Really? Yeah, because it's got to be hot. It's just like anything else you do a lot of times, but with different people, you just want to try to learn as you go. It's just like life. You want to learn from your lessons. So constantly coming up with new ideas. I don't, this taking a break from it thing is going to be new for me because I don't apply that to my sex life. Right. I'm able to just continue creating, you know, without a break. So OMG. I'm looking forward. <laughs> what about you, Asante? Um, both of those things. And I also want to really get my home space together. Like I really oh. want to start like looking for a lot of stuff. I'm looking at a lot of different places um, figuring out if I want to stay because I, I really like my neighborhood so it's like do I want to really stay in my neighborhood or do I want to start looking at some other neighborhoods that I can become accustomed to because honestly I can be good on any MLK Boulevard <laughs> but I just really 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 like my neighborhood like, you're in a good location and, and the hood respects me now like <laughs> the people that be arguing like <laughs> like they my niggas now like I be seeing them first of all Okay, this is really something. They be pausing their arguments to wave at you? Well, they don't be really arguing like that. I always catch them separately, so I don't know if they're going through a rough patch. But when I do Aww. see them together, they quiet, so everything's good. But, like, they always, <laughs> like, the woman, she's like, how you doing, baby? I'm like, I'm doing good. How are you? She's like, good, good. And then we make small talk sometimes. But it means the world to me when the hood nigga, he be in his car. And, like, when I'm walking, he'll beep. Because, you know, I don't know nobody. So I'll be like, ain't nobody beeping at me. But he'll beep, and I'll look over, be like, you're And I'm like, oh. Oh, I love <laughs> I'm with the niggas in the hood now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I definitely want to work on my home space, but um, I want to get back into the gym. I want to get like, I want to just get into it, just get accustomed. Now I don't think I'm gonna become like a regular person in the gym, but I just want to like be in it. I don't know. I just you know I need to fall in love with the gym. What mm. I would really like to do is make like random friends in the gym that I see at random points in times. Like nobody I have to consistently go with. 
But if, like, I come in this day, I'm like, oh, there go my gym friend. Like, go work out with him right quick. But, all right, well, we leaving each other alone now. That's why seeing, <laughs> or when I was going to the gym with that person, like, I was going with somebody, like, once a week, it was good because we had, like, our gym day and then our party day. So, like, we had, like, a system, and it was, like, it. So I need to get back. I need to get back to the gym rotation. Yeah. And how I'm building it with the rotation. <laughs> Y'all in these rotations. It's just a thing. It's not a thing. <laughs> Friend, what about you? What are you going to be working on? Well, my body held me down so lovely this year. I was thinking about how many cities we've gone to, how many flights we've sat in, how many miles we've walked and ran and, you know, just so thankful. I actually did a meditation. Yes. Let me be hippy dippy for a second. Well, I was like uh, grateful for every part of my body. Like I literally started at my toes and my feet and my calves and my knees and my thighs and my back and just was like thanking everything for holding me down and working together and it being this like collaborative effort that allows me to do the things that I want to do, things that I need to do. And, you know, as someone who has suffered a chronic illness where I was debilitated for so long, I'm, like, extra grateful because I know what it's like to not be able to do the things that you want, even the day-to-day things like showering and walking. And so I just really was, like, just so honored that my body really is just so awesome, you know? And I was just so thankful. Like, I was like, we really did so much this year. So I want to make sure to pamper it and meet it halfway and let it know that I honor it and I'm um, paying homage to it and I need to indulge it and show it as much love as it's shown me this year. So I'm going to be getting a ton of massages, <laughs> uh, acupuncture, infrared sauna, you name it, cupping. Oh, I love it everything i'm gonna go and hang with my chiropractor and and make sure that my adjustments and spinal realignment work on the inflammation that i've kind of been putting off because of how busy my schedule has been so all those little things all those nooks and crannies that we kind of tend to overlook with like little aches here and pains there Mm -hmm. i'm gonna make sure and focus on them because my body has done a great fucking job this year i have not even gotten sick not one time even with all of this travel right now my voice sounds tired because I'm pretty much at capacity with how much I can do this year. So that's how I know that my body's like, okay, girl, like, you know, you're kind of pushing it. I have not met my body halfway. I've not been pampering it like it deserves. So I'm going to spend the month, you know, indulging in beauty treatments, yes. modalities, spiritual treatments, and just making sure that I get a tune up. In every layer of my body, from spiritual to physical, literal self care, <laughs> literal self care on every level, every level, so that when I come back in January, I can just feel like a brand new person and come yes. back with my, you know, my brain ready for like fresh conversations. And I, I'm excited. I'm actually going to be in San Francisco for New Year's, which will be a first for me. Hey. I've never been in the Bay for New Year's. Visiting my best friend, hanging around the babies. Um, when I was in D.C., I got a chance to hang out with some of my college buddies. And we literally sat in a restaurant from 1.30 to 8.30 p.m. <laughs> Didn't even touch my phone. None of them touched their phones. And that just made me so happy because we were so into each other and our yes. conversations. And I was like, wow, I haven't done this in so long. Like, not having a deadline or somewhere to be or you know, having to fly off somewhere. Like, I literally had the entire day to just chill with my friends 
And I didn't have any stress because it's the end of the year and everything that I'm working on is pretty much wrapped up. And I was like, I haven't felt this way in a long time. Like, I just had no worries, no concerns. And I was able to really fully be present to everything they were talking about and sharing about what I've been through, what my year has been like. Of course, they had tons of questions about, you know, being quote unquote, hey, friend, hey. So that was like super cute because they know me since college. So it's just I'm in such a different place and. They're all married, working on having babies. We're just in such different places in our lives. And it was nice to see where we intersected and could meet halfway. And that just felt really good. Like, when do you get to, like, chill with your friends? I don't know. I feel like I never really get to do that anymore, at least not this year. I was, like, too busy to really, like, just have a day where we didn't do anything. Right. Just hung out. Or if you do hang out, you have so much on your mind of, like, deadlines or exactly. you know what you have to content you have to prepare for such and such projects so somewhere you have to be the next morning somewhere you have to be or a flight you have to take or you have to go pack it's always something so it felt it was just a relief to just like kind of be for a second and i definitely want to do more of that that just reminded me like more of this more of this feeling i need that i need to hang with my friends um and do silly things like when Crystal Jade and our friend Amber when we went to Color Factory. <laughs> like, Took all those cute pictures. Yeah, jumping in the balls and uh, in the ball pits and just doing silly things, eating ice cream, hanging out. We're going to go see PJ Morton on yes. Saturday. Just more of that. More yes. of living, hanging out. So I'm very excited outside of pampering my body. I also just want to spend more time with my friends doing rat things That's work right. your ass off and then let somebody work on your ass <laughs> Makes literally <sense>. yeah. <laughs> so for those of you listening make sure that you take some time out to pamper yourself i think it's important your body your mind your spirit regardless of where you how your year ended you're here you're listening to us so that means you made it and don't forget to meet your body halfway. Thank it for what it's allowed you to do. For, like I said, the collaborative effort of your mind, your goals, your body all working together so that you can be who you are, get where you're going, do what you want to do. I think it's miraculous when you think how the body works. Like all these moving parts are working for you to do what you want to do. I think we tend to overlook how powerful that is. So go get a massage if you can. I was actually thinking um, that I wanted to give a massage. Same. Yeah, I was thinking I wanted to do a giveaway. I just don't know how I would do that. Maybe on Twitter. Oh, you talking about <laughs> See, a different massage. I, I, I so when he said uh, same and you didn't say nothing, I was like, oh, never mind. Because I thought for a second I, he was like, me too, like a giveaway. But well, you see, at first, because when you said I mean, it, I thought you was about to say you was going to give... Uh, I want to give away massage to all my friends. I'm like, yes. But then that didn't happen. And then y'all and I was no, like, No, right, I mind, meant I'm like out. an actual <laughs> giveaway of massages for like five people. I meant use my hands. I know what you meant. <laughs> if it was even using your hands. <laughs> Woo. I just got to figure out how I would do that. Maybe Twitter. Maybe I'll announce it on Twitter. We'll figure it out. But I do. I know that. I talk about pampering yourself and getting full body massages, but I also understand that not everyone can do that, you know, whether it's time-wise or financially. So I want to definitely give it to five people. Just got to figure out how to do that. But stay tuned on my Twitter because I'll definitely announce how we're going to go about that. But five of you I definitely want to bless with some pampering time because we all deserve it. You mean four? 
<laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it for this week's wellness segment. Just wanted to remind you to take care of you. It's yes. very important to do that. You know how good a foot rub feels? That's like my weakness. Yes, do you do. guys get foot rubs? Yeah. <laughs> Dustin. No, I'm serious. Do you Me ever too. go get foot rubs? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I sure do. It started when I used to get them at the uh, when I used to get the pedicure, and I used to get the twenty minutes. But then oh. I had to cheat. I had to go see someone for real after that. Because it's just so good. Yes. Like foot rubs are my weakness. Yes. I can go up. I love getting like the hour foot rubs, thirty each foot. Oh my god, heaven on earth. Friend, what time is it? What time <laughs> that place goes? That's the best feeling. If you haven't gotten a foot rub, please do it for yourself. Yes. That that in itself could be my job. well. That in itself could be my wellness segment because it is so good, especially if you have a sedentary job where you don't have good circulation. And also, it's just nice to be touched. Even yes. if you have a job where your ass is running around all the That damn too, day. when you're on your feet, maybe you're wearing heels. Uh, okay. Kitten heels, either way, it all hurts. <laughs> either way. Why are you going to take Because I, I used to rock kitten heels in the office. I wasn't rocking like five inch heels. <laughs> Kitten heels. From Nine West. <laughs> Getting low. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Music Man, take it away. What you got for us this week? Well, well <laughs> since it is the last Music Man segment of the year, Aww. I wanted to try and do my best because I am working off of Wikipedia and these grids here on my cellular device. <laughs> and I wanted to go through some of the releases that we've had this year of albums. So, um... I see here we started in March, looks like, with the Migos, dropped Culture 2. That was uh, January. Um, a lot of really, really great things dropped. This is when Motorsport happened. Um, this is when the collaboration between Cardi B and Nicki Minaj uh, happened in Stir Fry. So many awesome things. Great <laughs> album. Wow. I didn't... I'm going to have to go back. Culture 2 has been a minute because, you know, two of the three Migos have dropped projects since... Two of the three Migos have dropped projects this year. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I just thought about that, too. Three of the three. Culture, you got to count her. Oh, yeah. Culture. Dead. <laughs> Culture counts now. <laughs> uh, did anybody listen to Justin Timberlake's Man of the Woods? Curiosity. <laughs> did that... oh, why are you laughing? I did. And I love the song where he was like, um, hey, it's going to say it's fake. <laughs> it's so fucking real Well I don't know if he says fucking <laughs> I remember I listened to that one once In the video the he was like one. dancing with the robot yes. I like that track You know what's funny it popped up in my Spotify Like most listened to songs In 2018 I was very surprised Well friend was fucking it up It dropped <laughs> I was like that's in my top okay That album dropped February 2nd Oh so wow that was early on It was year. He cancelled his tour for the album Man of the Woods so now the tour is still called Man of the Woods, but it's just W-O-U-L-D-S. Because <laughs> he would do it if he could, but he can't. He had, he canceled it because of, like, vocal issues, for real. But, that, well, he said he canceled it. Did he really cancel it? He canceled, canceled it because canceled of something, it. but it really got canceled because there wasn't nobody buying him tickets. Oh, yeah. Well, nobody would. Damn. Justin Timberlake. Um, also dropped in February. Uh, that's when Kodak Black dropped Heartbreak Kodak <laughs> on February 14th. Wow, that's funny. And 6 9 had dropped day 69 on February 23rd. So that happened in February. Moving on along to March, March 2nd, Tory Lanez dropped Memories Don't Die, which was a project that I played a lot of. Um, he I'm, about to drop to the floor if he keep fucking with Royce the 5'9". Did you see... Uh, what's going on? I, don't, I have no idea of any of that. 
long story short, roast the five. Now it was something about an opinion between opinion between a rap battle between Tory Lanez and someone else. I'm not gonna say a lot of names, but Tory Lanez and Royce the Five Nine went back and forth on Twitter. It was very brief because Royce the Five Nine is not really with that shit, <laughs> that internet shit, and he made it clear. So, oh my gosh. Yikes. It's a lot going on. It's real in the field right now. <laughs> also dropped in March. Um, also quality control. Lil Yachty dropped Lil Boat 2. Uh, Logic dropped Bobby Tarantino 2. And um, XXX dropped his question mark album. R.I.P. to X. Uh, Tony Braxton dropped Sex and Cigarettes. All right. That was a good little project. I remember I gave it a, a couple of spins. Is that the one she has all the Grammy nominations for? Yeah. I think wow. so. And awesome. that video was good as hell, that long as I live video. Yes. I love <laughs> first of all, I love Tony Braxton's videos. Like mm-hmm. she always puts out a good look. Kind of like Mariah. Like they always put out like good looks. They don't put out like, all right, well, I know I'm older and I'm slipping. So like it's well, never they come that. from the era where videos were big budget productions. <laughs> Hype Williams and them. Hype Williams, little X. They definitely have that science down. Uh, Rich the Kid dropped The World Is Yours, which was an album that I was really fucking with because that's when he went wild with that um, track with Kendrick Lamar. Um, and Cardi B kicked off April when she dropped off Invasion of Privacy. <laughs> A- April 6th. Um, it still goes hard today, honestly. <laughs> Kylie Minogue dropped an album that month. Callie Uchis dropped her album that month. Who dropped a Gucci? <laughs> Is it Callie Uchis? Uchis. You said it right the first time. Kali Uchis. All right. I always get a little... <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, a lot of really cool things happen in April. A lot of people are <laughs> going to laugh when I say this. Can I just say this? Coochie no. is one of the funniest oh vulgar words I've ever seen. <laughs> when you think about what, it's, what they call a coochie and the fact that somebody picked that, let's call it a, a coochie. <laughs> <laughs> That reminds me of that <laughs> that video with the little kid that Fury always plays. Douch. Keep the coochie clean. <laughs> Something to Do clean the coochie with. Do you remember when he was with. retweeting that like every day? Douch. Douch has plagued me for a very long time. <laughs> Douch. Something to clean the coochie um, Douch. <laughs> April 13th, Tanache dropped Joyride. Yes, she did. An album. Can I just say, I did not know. I'm just looking at some of these side credits, so I don't know which song or, or whatever he was on specifically. I did not know that Floyd A1 Bentley had a hand in Tanache's Joyride. Just wanted to point that out. Uh, also, J. Cole decided to, you know, hit the game again with KOD. And I did not realize he dropped the same day as Kimbra with Primal Heart. And Maya with TKO, April 20th. Oh. Because, never mind. <laughs> I know I had that KOD. <laughs> this is what you call it. <laughs> you know the album. I liked it. Me too. I liked it too. But That's what I was listening to. <laughs> well, I, I listened to a lot of things that day. I do remember that. Dustin <laughs> down. I don't know why he's doing that. <laughs> Um, also that month, a lot of really good music came out in April. That's really dope. It's um, a great month. It sure is. <laughs> Janelle mm-hmm. Monet dropped Dirty Computer. Oh, yeah. Shout I out like to the it. nominations, yeah. And yes. the pants. I like that song. Oh, yeah, the video. Her visuals <laughs> the were Gucci awesome. pants. The, the <laughs> oh, <doubt>. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they call it a Gucci? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god, Dustin. Post Malone, beer bong since Billy's dropped. And he's up for album of the year, is it? I think that project is. So is I kind of think he's gonna win. He might. I mean, I definitely think he's gonna got win. Got a lot of spins. Cardi up for that shit too. Cardi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, young boy never broke again until death called my name dropped. Who just got beat up by Moneybag Yo? Really? Last weekend. Oh shit! Oh, was it gosh. bad? That's, I guess that's what we should have been talking about at the beginning when we was saying how was the weekend. Oh, God. <laughs> Your young boy got his ass whipped by Moneybag, yo. Damn. Hope he's all right. Um, so for May, the highlights I have here, well, that is not a highlight. Excuse me. I don't know why I was going to say that. Maluma dropped fame. Hey, <laughs> I remember we, you, Oh, oh <laughs> ASAP Rocky dropped testing. Hey, <laughs> Back to back. And Pusha T dropped Daytona. <laughs> Sean Mendez, if anybody goes that route. And now we're going to move Not on. Not if in. anybody goes that route. <laughs> Look, if you go that way. Wow. <laughs> Look, get ready to move your heads back again. <laughs> June 1st. Yay. Who? <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's funny that you say that. Owl City dropped on June 1st, too. <laughs> they had a project called Cinematic, whoever they are. You just said who, and it was like an owl. Oh, <laughs> I like Owl City, Fireflies. Yeah, that was a that's that their first huge. single. Like they've had like like ever. <laughs> like, right. That was still our favorite you know, song. We <laughs> always do that. Like I like Six Pence and the Rich. They had that song, Kiss Me. Like oh, they had like owls. First of all, <laughs> and the reason I said that, that name is because the lead singer in that group, she has her own solo stuff that be coming out on like in in fucking uh, stores and stuff, and I always see her voice. I'm like. That is that girl from Sixpence. She sounds so good. Because every time I Shazam it says her name, which I don't remember right now. Coochie. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Down on the open floor. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Lift All your right. left leg. <laughs> Rico Nasty. So cool. Nice. The Carters dropped June 16th with Everything is Love. Oh, shit. The same, let cute. me add, the same day as our L.A. live show. Yes. And oh, we changed our right. entrance song yes. that was to awesome. Ape Shit on the Way. Awesome the timing. Yes. Uh, also in that same month, Tiana Taylor dropped her Keep That Same Energy. And Nas. Hey. Yep. Uh, I mentioned Nas, but, you know, I ain't know if y'all heard. Uh, now we're going to move on into July. I don't know if you guys listen to years and years, but there's some people that I like. They dropped a project called Apollo Santo, nice. which was really, really good. They do like, really dope, like, dance, pop, electro shit. Big shoes to fill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Name your album, Apollo Santo. It better be chill music. <laughs> it is absolutely. I would want that to be my artist name. Wouldn't Palo that be Santo, fly? Yeah. Apollo Santo. Sound like a band. <laughs> put, put me and then I just air. walk in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Denzel Curry dropped Taboo. Hey. Love him. Yeah, that was the shit. That project was going super hard. Now we're moving into August. Who was doing the buzzer? <laughs> well, his taboo. Every time you say the word, <laughs> you ain't supposed to. 
Hey, you know what's fucked up? They don't even give you that buzzer no more. That's well, the whole that point. Game. It's expensive to make. So that's that the was whole the best point. Part, like, hit a table. Ear. Sell, sell <laughs> me the buzzer separately, and I think that they do that. I'll buy the shit, but just make sure you always have it as an add-on. Like, look, we're not giving you this. <laughs> buzzer, ain't no taboo so without the buzzer. It. I'm sorry. Ain't no. I will buy that buzzer. So if they say, look, we being real cheap, you just gotta buy this shit. I'll buy, I'll buy it. Give it to me. <laughs> it's not because you know niggas love it. You cheated. Ah, you said the word in the car. Like. Love it. <laughs> um, also, moving into August 3rd, YG dropped Stay Dangerous, which Great was... Great album. Amazing. Uh, Travis Scott dropped Astro World. Great album. Amazing. So good. I'm still playing it. I think Sicko Mode is my favorite song of the year. Someone said... <laughs> um, Yosemite. <laughs> making me feel like I'm smoking that in nature. baby. I saw my neck. <laughs> Can somebody... I was looking for this, so I might as well ask for the help. The dancing Can baby? somebody send me that baby? It was a little, like, Asian baby that was... Oh. that They said that that's what, what you do when Yosemite comes on. And it was the, it's the baby that looks like it's praise dancing with its eyes closed. Please send me that, y'all. <laughs> so I can show Fran and Asante. Thank you. Um, Hello, Santo. Where am I? August. Okay, so August... <laughs> Nicki Minaj dropped Queen. Shout out to Queen. It actually was a good album. Just very, very, you know, troubled. Ariana Grande <laughs> dropped Sweetener. Since they're friends, I decided to name them back-to-back like that. Um, Trippy Red dropped Life's a Trip. Uh, Mac Miller dropped Swimming, that R.I.P. Word to Mac Miller. Um, Steflon Don. Hey, how you got a new girl? <laughs> Oh my god, this is when Young Thug dropped slime language. And ever since then, these bitches ain't been slime enough. Shout out to Young Thug. Shout out to Thugger. I love that he sent a lot of people in media these little snakes and tanks. Like real snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all see that? Yeah, like not. real snakes is part of his promo rollout. I thought that was cool. Young Thug. I know he likes to do that little extra shit. So I like that he does that. He still like that. Right. Um, Troy Savon dropped Bloom. Uh, and Eminem dropped Kamikaze. August had a lot of shit going on. September, Estelle dropped Lovers Rock. Estelle, we Estelle. love you. And great album, by the way. Amazing, Super amazing great. album. She really embodied the era and made it seem like, damn, why ain't more people doing shit like this? Because, you know, when people come back and start doing more, but Estelle did that. And I love that she said on the episode we had with her that it was based on her parents' love yes. affair, which made it more of an emotional thread. Yes. Um, also, I did not know that Lenny Kravitz dropped an album, and it's called Ray's Vibration. Ooh. I guess the answer to his original question was no. We're not going to go your way with this album. <laughs> I ain't going to go my way. <laughs> no. Uh, Noah Cyrus dropped Good Cry. You know, I know that there are <laughs> some of those out there. Can she always be the... Let me be quiet. <laughs> Lil Wayne dropped the Carter fuck, it's five. the last show of the year because oh, she always looked like oh, she's yeah. been crying every time. Have you ever seen Noah Cyrus? Mm-hmm. She always looked like she just got through weeping and weeping, bellowing, weeping. Not bellowing. And so bellowing. that's why it's funny. One good cry. You look like you had it. <laughs> um, We're going to move into October. A lot of people dropped holiday things and I did not know about. Oh, Juice World and Future dropped their World on Drugs project in October. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, Transformer. John Legend dropped a legendary <laughs> Christmas. And Jesse J dropped this Christmas Day, which hey. I'm going to go and listen to. Yeah, that's a singing know. ass right there. Okay. For sure. Uh, Robin dropped Honey, which is yes. an amazing, amazing, amazing yes, album. Yes, it's yes, amazing. yes, yes, yes. It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, she's amazing. She's amazing. And honestly, if Robin, like, 
that it, it brings me back to that Royksop project that she did because yes. there was so many moments like that. If I ever did like music, like R and B music, or did like I needed an interlude or something, I would have Robin come in and be like, "I need to know who your team was, or I need you to do this for me, like produce this." You said like, if you I did R and B music. Mm-hmm. If I did like, because I like the way she did like her team. Yeah, like the producers and the people like that. Because I like to in the baby forgive me, like the moments between send to Robin immediately and whatever that track is I right love before. That song. I yeah. How long has it been since her last album? Uh, eight years was it? I wow. think it was eight years. And for her to come out and still sound timeless, yeah, because I a testament to her artistry. She's so dope. Because I remembered hearing her just here and there, because you know she did Kanichiwa bitches. Oh, Body Talk was in. She yeah, she released her first album, Body Talk Trilogy, on June fourteenth. Yep, two thousand ten. <sighs> Robin's amazing. She's a gem. She really is for real, and that album is good. I love "Missing You." I love "Send to Robin Immediately." Um, it's it's just a great album. There are a lot of really really good moments on there. So who else? Um, so now moving into November. Oh well, uh, Nail dropped in October as well with Saturn. Oh, so good, especially the song with Sir. I hadn't listened to the album. I'm not gonna lie, but I did like Beyonce all the and them got that boy singing already. <laughs> oh my god. Um, in November, Barbara Streisand dropped Walls. Hey, my birthday twin. Legend, um, legend, icon. Her dropped I Used to Know Her Part 2. So, so Barbara came out with two albums. <laughs> Imagine Dragons dropped Origins. Oh, Imagine Dragons. They don't work with that company. No more, they just went to the <laughs> hell with the company, period. Oh, my God. Anderson Pack dropped Oxnard. Yes. I would have left, too. Have you ever been to Oxnard, California? <laughs> no, I'm just funny. Mariah Carey dropped Caution. Doesn't and went with her first mind and put out a good album. That album is great. She dropped Caution to the Wind and put out good music. Doesn't it was great. stand-up mode right Yes. <laughs> Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that finds and delivers clothes, shoes, and accessories to fit your body, budget, and lifestyle. Now, I haven't received my box yet, but I did go on the website and sign up. Easy, breezy. You just enter your information into the fields, like your name, address, shipping information, of course. Pick the sizes you want, how much you want to spend. Like, it's simple. And I'm ready to see what the five items are that the stylist is going to send me because I want to be (laughs) style-ish. I just signed up, too. It wasn't it easy? Yes. Breeze. Okay. So Stitch Fix can help you find your new favorite piece of clothing. If you Like I said, you just go to stitchfix.com slash friendzone and tell them your sizes, what styles you like, and how much you want to spend on each item. You'll be paired with your very own personal stylist who's going to handpick five items to send right to your door. You try them on, pay for only what you love, and return the rest. And, of course, shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. There's no subscription required or any of that shit. You can just sign up to receive scheduled shipments or get your fix whenever you want. Stitch Fix's styling fee is only 20 bucks, which, drum roll, is applied toward anything you keep from your shipment. So that 20 bucks fee that you pay actually gets applied to whatever you purchase from your shipment. So it's just love all the way around. Get started now at stitchfix.com slash friendzone, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash friendzone to get started today. Stitchfix.com. Slash friend zone. And uh, now for December, I think 
instead of talking about what came out this month, we should just talk about listens lately. And we didn't wait through eleven months, and you ain't you gonna wait till the last Decem- month to let us. December fourteenth, <laughs> Kodak Black dying to live. Zane, do you want to talk about Zane? People kept tweeting me about Zane. Well, I don't read them books. <laughs> oh shoot, you okay? Z a y. I thought you meant Lil Zane. I was like, fuck, he's back calling out. Calling me, calling me, calling me, hey, Lil Zane. It's a reboot. Name. You know, everybody they doing all these reboots. They done did a Lil Zane reboot. <laughs> I used to love that little Zane. What was that he on? Um, you got me so uh, was he on Doctor Doolittle? <laughs> oh, remember, remember he played somebody's boyfriend in one of the movies. That was a great casting. No. Great casting. <laughs> Look, they, I mean, casted that. That where is the Academy Award for the casting oh my department? God. Oh my God, please end this. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're moving into the listens lately. So, this is where y'all tell me what y'all been listening to lately. Dustin, you first. <laughs> He's a great guy. I'm going to give you a second to pull up your listens lately because I just. So, remember, I was singing that song and I was like, I wonder who did this. The girl's name was Fundisha. <laughs> I remember Fundisha. So now- <laughs> I don't remember the song, well, but you- I remember Fundisha. Have you ever- Up in the hood. It's double Dutch music. <laughs> Y'all don't remember this song? Yes. I remember Fundisha, but I don't remember. This beat, that beat, That's like, Quali? I'm going to have to put that. Yeah. Like, like, whenever you hear it, like, on whatever you hear it, you just got to know, like, oh, this is going to be it. Like, this is the shit. Fundisha. Okay. Listens lately. Hit me with them. So instead of listens lately, I'm actually going to say what my top songs of 2018 were in my Spotify list. Obviously not all of them. But... Wait, no, but I just... Never mind. What? What happened? Go on. Go on. Go on. What no, happened? No, it's just too much. I can't say go that far. No, so just go. No, say no, it. No, no. I'm going to no. die wondering. I'm going to be in the hospital bed like, what was Dustin <laughs> Why would you do that? At least you trying to put that kind of guilt trip on me. It's the best one. It works every time. Now you have to say it. Now you have to say it. Do you want me to Please, die I wondering? Well, this shit you did. <laughs> I know you are right. What's next? <laughs> so my top five songs according to Spotify. Oh, my first one was Something New with Sir and Etta Bond. Okay. From his November project. Um, With or Without by Aaron Ray from his Platinum Fire project. Beneath You from Iman Omari. Nice for what? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently by Drake. I was like, really? Even though I will say there's some songs in here that I think Spotify just threw in. Because I was like, I know for a fact. (laughs) Like, wait a minute now. I did not have that song on no repeat. Um, And the fifth was Love Struck by Tiwa Savage and Mr. Easy. Which, y'all know I was playing the hell out of that, so... You know what else popped up as a bonus highlight? I only have eyes for you by the flamingos. I really I love that song. It's my sixth favorite song on this list, which made me. Really Is it a happy. playlist or it's a list list? Yeah, they. I mean, it's a list, and they turn oh, it yeah, into a yeah. playlist that people no, can follow and that. everything. I don't think this is right. Which ones is like coming up first? Yeah, some of these. Like, let me see. I'm trying to look up what song. I was like, like. No, sh- well, actually, never mind. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I was about to be like I this was fucking on the same. song. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> that would have been terrible. <laughs> this is a song. The first one. Oh, <laughs> no, dog. No, Wait, let me see. No, no. But you know, I didn't yeah, have. I, I was yeah, not yeah, listening I know to a, that. I know it's a lie, but I also know why you're not using that song. <laughs> No. That's a lie. Oh, my word. Who had that to repeat? Nobody. <laughs> All right. Well, so, Dustin, who were your listens lately? Um, You know, it's funny because I, I keep my television on the Music Choice channels, and so they always play songs that I hear oh, that I, I love. Oh, I used to love that channel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and a couple of these I had already knew and just hadn't heard in a while. So, um, Losing My Edge by LCD Sound System. Mm. Love that song. Lover Chanting by Little Dragon. Love that song, yes. which I mean, does. Oh right? my God, right, so friend. good. I was dancing in the shower the other day to that so hard. And see, and that's what it is. It's it's, it's shower dancing music. <laughs> um, Sada Baby, Block Party featuring Drago. Oh my God. Um, Kodak Black's Dying to Live album I've been listening to. Um, Nia Lee featuring Cash Dow, Ben Had, and also um, Dreezy featuring Cash Dow, Chanel Slides. Yes. And... Um, the Dreams, Terrius Nash, 1977 album. Mm. Been revisiting that. Wake Me When It's Over is on all of my playlists. Play. Oh. Like, playlists. Okay. And um, The Killer's Hot Fuss album. I revisited. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Nice. That's it. Well, I am going to just list a couple of people. I've been listening to a lot of things lately. Um, the first person I'm going to highlight is Light Skin Keisha, just because I've really <laughs> been fucking with her. And you better believe um, that. And like, okay, honey. Period. Lightskin Keisha dropped her project. It's called "That's Just the Bottom Line." Uh, there's ten tracks on it, and I can play it from start to finish. But that's just the type of hood rat that I am. Some start out, some standout tracks. Um, Act up. I feel like is a good standout track. Um, and I'm trying to mention the ones that she hasn't released uh, outside of you know the ones that have been released. But uh, "Wet" is also a really good track. Um, a lot of explicit hood rat ratchet music that I just really really like to fuck with I'm just gonna give you a preview of one of the tracks so you know what I'm talking about bitch <laughs> bitch never dry Now, if you want to hear her rap and how the rest of the song goes, you'll have to listen to the project. Sounds dope, though. Um, yeah, she used to do like a panty liner endorsement thing. <laughs> Wet, never dry. Well, let me help you out with that. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> with wings. <laughs> I don't think her wetness was a bad thing. He's joking, but watch it really turn into. <laughs> hey, and, 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 she, and she'll sell it too. She'll be like, "Honey, you got to get these wet liners, period." Like Tampax. <laughs> She's funny as hell. Never dry. <laughs> Until now. Yes. And I think... packs with wings. I don't really know what or how, but I think... um, Damn, who is it? Jazzy Faye is, like, behind her. And uh, Coca Vango, who is, like, her best friend, but he makes music, too. And he's dropping this Friday as well. So I'm waiting on that. Um, The other person I want to talk about really quickly is Tone Stith. Uh, He dropped a project called Good Company. Seven tracks on there. Um, He's got a couple of features. One of the songs is a feature with Ty Dolla Sign. And the other song is a feature with uh, Sway Lee and Quavo. 
I'm going to just play you a clip of one of the songs. It doesn't feature either one of them, but I like this song. It's called Perfect Timing. <laughs> sounds sweet. Yeah, that's it. Who is this all for one? <laughs> it feels so early 2000s, right? Yeah, like just, like, like yeah. Jesse McCartney. Yeah, like right? the boy bands. Like, yeah, right. 98 Degrees. Yeah. You know, that music was a little mulatto-ish. <laughs> Which I'm not going to lie. It was so funny listening to the... I should have played the track with Sway Lee because, you know, Sway Lee singing a song Sway with him. No, no, no. So that's just Tone Stiff. But he has a, a track oh, with Sway Lee. Like, and hearing them both sing on the track, I was kind of like... Oh, so like, is y'all gonna do like a group thing or something? Like it was kind of weird because you always wouldn't hear Sway Lee sing anyway. So he sounds good. It was it's good. So check out Tone Stith. Um, the name of that project is Tone Stith. How you spell it? So Tone T O N E Stith S T I T H. Uh, check them out. That project is good company. It's only seven tracks, and honestly, it plays like it's good company. Popping. So that's it for the Music Man segment. There's tons of other music that I want to talk about, but I'm not going to. <laughs> It's the last episode of the year, so I might drop two playlists that are just oh. songs that I have been listening to. Um, one of the songs that I did playlist for our, our live show, and then another one's just a playlist of the. It's the summer party next door playlist that I wanted to make, but it's also like artists that sound like them on that playlist as well. I'm gonna release those to the world. Sweet. Yes. Light skin, Keisha. You better believe that type of bitch pull, pull up on your ass. Where the weed at? Pussy wet, soaking wet. Yeah, yeah drip, drip on the dick. dick. Acrobatic little bitch. Yes. I flip on the dick. Brought the rape out the night shit. Yeah. I'm nice shit. Sorry, I could do the whole thing forwards and backwards. I'm not gonna do that. Face down. Ass up. Mask up. Something, something that you can get the cash up. Fuck up on my DM if you gotta be. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, friend. We're moving on. Music Man <laughs> segment's over. to me? Because I know I'm sitting here rapping at you and I'm like, well, because he has no concern like, for you me. That's why. <laughs> I'm trying to give it to the TV land. Why could you too busy trying to wrap it up? Dustin, take it away. Yes. Okay. Um, so, really quick, it's the end of the year. Um, and the finale of the T.I. and Tiny Friends and Family Hustle came on. Oh. In reflection, I think that it was a great show, a great addition to the reality television landscape. Much needed, no drama, no fights, just people that you already are interested in being their rich, fabulous, yet relatable, loving selves. Great idea, much needed in TV. Shout out to Monica, who was dressed in every yeah. single fucking scene. Her Little kids Monica. are super entertaining. Um, shout out to T.I. and Tiny Who. We love seeing their family. We love seeing them be in love together. Shout out to Toya Wright, who, surprisingly, it was really interesting to see her take on being in a marriage again, which would be her third marriage. And she was saying how she's dealt with loss on so many different <laughs> levels. She is really apprehensive about really opening up and being married to her um, youngest daughter's dad. So that's been cool to see. Latoya Luckett, someone who I love um, and have been a huge supporter of her solo journey, but all of her scenes were boring as hell on the show. <laughs> what? They just were. And it's crazy because she's pregnant and a newlywed, and she's Latoya Luckett from that used to be in Destiny's Child, who now has a bona fide solo career and a bona fide acting career. Like, and you just, I was so bored. Aww. And I don't really think her and her husband like each other like that. Whoa. Mm. <laughs> I kind of see what you mean. But, yeah, so that was cool, <laughs> seeing all that. Um, 
And, you know, it was just a great show, so I really enjoyed it. We're not going to be with you guys for the Married to Medicine reunion, but I will be getting my commentary to you and my perspectives on what took place. I'll be getting those to you via uh, my Twitter account, so keep an eye for me, uh, an eye out, rather, for me there. Um, And, you know... (laughs) That's that. I'm excited about Love and Hip Hop Miami, which is about to start. I want to know what's been going on with Amara La Negra, um, Bobby Lights, fucking Trina. Not Bobby Lights, fucking Bobby oh Lights, Trina, Trick Daddy, all those people. Like, I want to see what's been going on. So I'm excited yes. about that. And, you know, that's basically it. That's Good. it. Mm-hmm. You know Barry's gonna be mad at you. <laughs> well, she gonna have to be boys and <laughs> boys and Barry. So let's jump into this week's Black Business Black Highlight. Business. Now, it is a wrapping paper and gift company called Green Top Gifts, and it's a it represents the culture and lifestyle of people of color. And look how cute! I don't know if you guys can see. Actually, let me try to get a bigger. Oh, picture. it's got Newport cigarettes on it. <laughs> no, it what? <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. What? You see the black Santa? Yes, it's Isn't very really cute. cute. Very cute. Look, in the oh, this wrapping paper, yes. so nice. cute. I love the black wrapping paper though. Super okay, yeah. Black. But obviously, it's a little bit late with us promoting this because Christmas is next week. But I was just on their Twitter, which is at Green Top Gifts, and it says there's still time to make an order. Order by 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time this Wednesday, December 19th, to get your order by Christmas Eve. So yes. those of you who are listening to this before noon. First four hours of listening. The first four hours of listening, you can still put your order in and you will yes. receive the Santa Claus, the Black Santa Claus gift wrapping paper. Actually, that's not even the only one. They have a lot of really cute gift wrapping paper that's catered to people of color. Isn't that so awesome? I love it. I love when I love people it. create companies like this. Yeah. Like, you're just doing awesome awesome work so you can still get your order by christmas eve that is at green top gifts g-i-f-t-s in case you can't understand how i'm pronouncing it and if you want to go straight to their website you can go to greentopgifts.com they hail out of rally nc so shout out to north carolina for doing right, great so. things <laughs> oh they're actually having Oh, wait. No, maybe not. I was going to say they're having a pop-up. Yeah, they're having a pop-up. If you are in North Carolina, they have a pop-up at Salon W at 303 East Durham Road. You can go on their Twitter, and it's their most recent tweet if you want to get the addresses. Um, The address, excuse me, because it seems like they're having a pop-up from the 18th to the 22nd. So, So see? Options. Options. Check them out. So, NC folks, I'm catching you right in time. So, Definitely check them out, support them. And if you get your presents and wrap them using this paper, send us pictures. Please yes. do. I want to see because okay. it's really cute. And then tell, show us what you got them, too. I wonder what they're going to put out there. show us what you got. I want to know what. <laughs> you open some black-ass Santa Christmas paper, and you're like, the black Santa, what's up in there? That black wrapping paper I know, is it looks so bomb. cute. Oh my I've God. been looking for something to go with my black Jesus on the wall anyway. <laughs> so I, this is right up my alley. <laughs> GreentopGifts.com And that's the Black Business Highlight of the Week Literally So we are officially done With our year With our tour With the show for 2018 Woo! 
Great job, team. Thank you so much to the listeners for all your love, your support, your comments, your feedback, just for making this work because we couldn't do it without you. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? Um, Yes, you can look out for me on Grown Man Shit um, as we're on our four-week break. Um, I'm really excited to take this time to put my ass back on because <laughs> I've worked it off over this year. <laughs> you did so, a great job. We got to clap you. for you, Clap too. for you, yeah. too. Because you both. you've been you coming both. in here after filming. Okay, for it. it's fine. It's a lot That's of work. That's what the fuck we supposed to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just excited about next year. I guess I really don't have no <laughs> church announcements. You know, just try to be a good person. Make sure you're wiping yourself till you don't see nothing. Wow. And, you know, that's it. <laughs> Asante um, No church announcements Just wildly optimistic About things to come I can't wait for you all To listen to us January June 16th Wednesday January 16th so We'll be back June 2019 I can come back <laughs> No oh, I'm Imagine just kidding, I'm just kidding. a six month break <laughs> Okay No I'm just playing I can't wait for next year That's all It's gonna all. be fun Yeah it's gonna be great It was you a great year Church announcements Well my tours are all done uh, this is the last episode. <laughs> right. Bye. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Curtain close. <laughs> I'm going to talk to y'all motherfuckers later. Shit. <laughs> and bye. No, um, actually, uh, you guys are hilarious. If you go on the Macy's Instagram and oh look under gosh. those images, you guys are killing me. Y'all are going to make me lose that damn campaign. <laughs> It was supposed to be posted on Monday, but there were some delays on Macy's end. But they actually just gave me the green light and said that I can post today. But I didn't post today because I had just posted about the DC show and wanted to give it a little room. So I will be posting by the time you guys hear this. I'm posting Wednesday, the 18th, right? Yes. The 18th at 12 p.m., which no. is noon Eastern Standard Time. It's not the 18th? Wednesday the 19th. Oh, Wednesday. Thank you, Dustin. Wednesday, December 19th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So for most of you, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be up on my Instagram. Show it love. Thank you guys for showing it love before it even got there. It's the my last campaign of the year. Thank you guys for your support in advance. And that's it for me. As always, we love you so much. We are absolutely 100% going to miss you. Yes. And we love you for listening. And we will catch you next year. Yes. That's all I plan on catching next year. (laughs) Have an amazing (laughs) Christmas. Amazing holidays. Amazing New Year's Eve. Amazing New Year. And we'll catch you in January. Stay black and protect your magic. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Why you say it like that? Martin Luther the King. <laughs> Everybody wear you your hair like Coretta in honor of Martin Luther King. Martin Luther the King. Roll a bump to the back. Martin Luther the King. <laughs> Happy Martin like Luther the King. Give it, up, give it up for Martin Luther the King, y'all. Martin Luther the King. Like, about to come out. <laughs> we love you. Bye.